0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Already Home podcast. I am School's Bronson. Uh, we don't have Gan with me today, but I do have two very, very special guests. Um, my homie from the Already home, uh, uh, Already Home. He don't been on here so goddamn much. He, I, I feel like he's a goddamn cohost. Uh, my homie from the Stolen <laughs> Time podcast. It's twenty eight minutes or less podcast. Um, the the viewers anonymous podcast. That's another reason why I was about to uh say the already on podcast. We working together now, so you know what I'm saying. Shout out to my guy, uh, S Don Foster, man. What's up, bro? All
1: right, what's good, Brody?
0: Man, <clears throat> not a damn thing, man. And um, you know what I'm saying, last but not least, um I want to go down the list of things that you do, but it'll probably be a little quicker going down the list of things that you don't do. But just to name a few things, you know what I'm saying? My man is um, a rapper. Uh, This man is a videographer. This man is a photographer. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and call it, man. He a part-time podcaster, too, man, because, you know, every time I need him, he show up for me. You know what I'm saying? I got my man, Fanny. What's good, bro? What's going on, sweetie? Man, listen, man, I do so much shit, I be forgetting what I do myself. <laughs> <laughs> that man, stay on stay on the move, man. Stay on. Matter of fact, where you at right now, bro? You back
2: home? Yeah, I'm up. Man, listen, man, I'm chilling outside right now, trying to get some sun, you feel me? Because you know sometimes you get that itch. You know, I've been in a crib too long, so you get that itch to, you know, go outside and shit. Yeah, so, man. I'm just sitting outside yeah, in the shade.
0: Man. Ain't no wrong with that. I'm at the same place. You was well, you was just in New York not too long ago, weren't you? Yeah, yeah,
2: like right before, right before Corona and shit. Like right before Corona,
0: and then like at the height of it, I
2: had to slide in and slide out real quick for you know okay. before, the, before they had the feds. You know they putting the feds on people about that Corona shit, especially it was dying down. It was dead here. But then in New York it was still kind of going yeah. crazy, so man, you know, I just had to go. See, I just had to go check on a few people. You know, unfortunately lost a couple of yeah. people up there to Corona and shit. So had to go,
0: you know, Can't check some people off, it, drop
2: drop off some checks and shit. You know how that go? People need money and shit, and then you know some people. We'll talk about that. Well, you know, some people that's you know that's in poverty they don't have bank accounts or have access to it. So you know.
0: Right,
2: you got right. somebody to cash app? They
0: be like, "What cash app? You ain't got no bank account." So Dang. you, know, you got to hand deliver some shit. Man, that's wild, man. Yeah, but um, you know what I'm saying, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Thank you, fellas, for you know what I'm saying, filling in for uh for game today. You know what I'm saying. I appreciate it. Uh, man, you know what I'm saying. Uh, if y'all listening, man, make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast. Um tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh if you are listening on Apple uh or iTunes whichever you wanna call it, man, please make sure you leave us a rating. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you leave you know, we reading any of the ratings, you know what I'm saying, whether it's five star one star. We love the feedback, man. That that actually helps us uh get better at what we do.
2: Nah, don't do and no one stars. That.
0: Don't do no one stars. we I happy address and we'll come fuck you hey, up like one Nah, you. I won't I won't all uh, honesty.
2: Nah, ain't and you can't get no one stars, man. You nah, like, mean, do I mean, two. No, honestly, do two. You could know, be honest and still leave two. <laughs> Not no one, man. That'll kill that one'll kill you, man.
0: Apple never let you come back from that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So um, you know what I'm saying, man. Uh it's been a lot of shit going on since this whole quarantine happened. Um, you know what I'm saying? We we under the, the pressures of a president who really don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um and we can see this all day twenty-four seven on the news networks, you know what I'm saying, and my news network, Twitter, you know what I'm saying, is is he, he really showing his hand, man, and it's just like every chance that he get, you know what I'm saying, is he fumbling the ball, man. And um this shit has really has turned everything inside out, you know what I'm saying. People are starting to, you know what I'm saying, lose the sense of themselves. A lot of people still on lockdown. I know uh, New York is is finally coming along. L.A. is back on shutdown. And I know Florida for a minute, uh, they had a couple hot bed spots down there, man. How uh, how is it down there now?
2: Man, listen, we still on lockdown. Niggas got curfews and shit. 12 out here. Damn. Yeah, man. They got a curfew at 9 o'clock at
0: some
2: part, at some part, man. Man. Damn, that's crazy, man. And they now they giving tickets too. They're giving tickets. First it was a fifty dollar fine. Now it's a hundred dollar fine if you don't have a mask. If you don't have your Holy mask shit. on and they and they run up to you, they can give you a hundred dollar fine. Oh shit.
0: Damn, man, yeah. We uh we just got the mandatory uh call to action that everywhere you go, if you out in public, it's mandatory that you wear a mask. Um, you know what I'm saying? They still got the social social distancing thing going. Uh, S. Dot man, how's it
1: going down there in South Carolina, man? Where, it, what's it like down there, man? Honestly, Murder Beach fucked everything up, dude. I mean, South Carolina, we was we was cool, and all of a sudden, man, they opened up the beaches, and man, it just went wild. And since since that came, because we got up to number three, I believe, of the the fastest of rates of you know coronavirus, um, mm-hmm.
2: with the test being positive.
1: So true. So that got a lot of people with like you know pretty much the same thing that's going down with phantom, you know with the mask and all this type of stuff like that. you know, my job they started taking yeah. different precautions you know when when the number see they waited till the number shot up to actually start taking our temperature when we walk in, but like the thing is like they're they're not like I heard that they are supplying masks, I haven't seen them, but you know it's it's kind of mm-hmm. gotten to the point where some drivers wear masks, some don't i mean I do. You know what I'm saying? Just just to protect myself. Cause my whole thing with the mask is it's not really to protect yourself, it's to protect others. Because yeah. we don't know who got the shit. So it's really about human decency, man. And all the people that's they that got all the smart shit to say about the mask and say it's a conspiracy and all this shit. It's just like, man, if you want to sit here and, you know, fight for your rights for having human decency, then you know what I'm saying? Do what you do. If that makes you sleep better at night, then you go ahead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I like the mask, man. I like wearing a because the motherfucker can't see if if I'm talking shit about them. Right in their face. <laughs> me hey, right man, now be... I whisper to my brother, hey man, let's see this dumb
0: motherfucker <laughs> 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 Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you man, the mask make me super fucking uncomfortable, man, Cause uh in Ohio, you know what I'm saying, um well I ain't gonna say Ohio. But specifically in Dayton, man, like, we real, uh, unfortunately, we still kind of segregate on, you know what I'm saying, in certain areas. And um, everything that you, you know what I'm saying, like, if you want to go get, like, certain shit, if you want to actually get, you know what I'm saying, good food and everything like that, you got to travel, like, kind of out the way to go get it. And it's odd as fuck now because now you got to wear a mask inside there. You know what I'm saying? And, and like last year, if you was to wear a mask inside there, the police would be on your ass. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I get, I get kind of timid wearing that shit inside the stores. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm by myself walking into a store because I don't want them to you know what I mean, flip out on me and try to make it seem like I'm doing some shit I ain't doing. So, that you know what I'm saying? That's always in the back of my mind when I wear the mask. Like, man, I can't really, you know what I'm saying, do no sudden moves or, or you know, move a certain way because I don't want them thinking that, you know, I'm I'm doing some shit I ain't doing. Because it's easy for them to be like, Oh, these are the rappers and the next thing you know, you know what I'm saying, I'm on the fucking front uh, page of the news, you know what I'm saying, for a false accusation. But um you know so like I said, man, a lot of shit is going on uh in this quarantine, man. And one of the things that's going on in this quarantine is uh Kanye West, you know what I'm saying? He he back into the uh <laughs> He back in his bag of uh of antics. And um, you know what I'm saying? It started off with him talk, you know, him talking about that he going back and in, in, uh, going for president again. He said 2024 the first time, and I guess he said, Fuck it, I'm gonna change my mind. Since the election coming up, I'm gonna start now. And um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of you know, a lot of the times we 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 thought it was playing and we thought it was, uh, was a joke. But unfortunately, it's not a joke, man. He he was serious about his shit. Um, he just held his first presidential rally, and it didn't go too good. Um, it was a viral clip going around saying that, uh, well, he stated that Harriet Tubman didn't really free the slaves. She only freed them to go, or she only got them to go work for other white people. And then um, the other clip that they had was uh, him yelling at some lady about uh, he almost killed his daughter and something about abortion or some shit like that. So, yeah. Um, And then on top of that, man, you know, he got an album coming out or it's already out. I don't know which one it is, but um, I know it's an album on the way. I know it's one in the works. It may already be out, but I know it's called, like, Donda, um, something about a child or some shit like that. So what's what's y'all uh what's y'all
1: thoughts on this whole Kanye debacle, man? Well shit, I guess I go uh I, I spoke, you know, briefly about it on the last pod, man. You know, I didn't even when I spoke about it, I didn't even mention his name, because I was like I didn't really want to give him too much energy. But like the whole thing it, uh-huh. it happened in my state, you know, happened down in North Charleston and um in order the way that you said it as far as the Harriet Tubman thing, like what Kanye's, the problem with Kanye is we know he has mental problems. And it's like sometimes he say, he say things, but if he would have completed his thought, if I think he's one of the worst communicators ever. Because at the end of the day, when Harriet Tubman did free some slaves, she did take them to work for other white people. That's only because there wasn't no black business on and they had to work for white people. But the difference is they got compensated for the work that they did. So right. it's like he tried to shortchange right. what she was doing, but it was like he, he like what he said made sense if he would have finished his talk, but he just wanted the worst communicators. And then, also, that right. makes him a bad communicator, he says that his mom saved his life. Because he's always talking about how he's pro-life. I mean, no, not pro-life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro-life. He's pro-life. So mm-hmm. he says that his dad didn't want nothing to do with him and his dad wanted him aborted or whatnot. Then he starts whining like a bitch and then say that he almost aborted his daughter. Okay, what the hell did your dad wanting you to be ab- aborted got to do with you choosing the choice of wanting your daughter aborted? That Those two things don't even correlate with each other. That was the decision that you made on your own. So what, you was pro-choice yeah. back then, Now you're pro-life, and then you want to sit here and whine about it. Like, that whole thing, man. Like, Kanye, all he wants is attention. If people could, and I know this would never happen because we can't even get together as all black people, but if people could come together and just unfollow Kanye on Instagram and Twitter, that dude would off himself. Because all he wants is attention, and we give it to him every single time. Every time.
0: Yeah, I believe that 100%. Yeah, what do you, you feel about it, fellow?
2: Man, listen, S-Dot said everything. He said everything I could say, like, and how it correlated to each other, S-Dot, is that Kanye kind of, yeah, is narcissist, man. He got to make everything about him. Every fucking thing is about him. Bad things about him, man. It, mm-hmm. I've been done with him for a while, bro. Since Since he did that concert. I've been done with him since St. Pablo. When he did the St. Pablo concert, and he was supposed to come back and do a second concert, and Ticketmaster was playing with my money to give me a refund because I paid for them damn tickets. (laughs) I've been done with him since. I've been done with him since then. It's like, nah, man. I don't even care. I don't even care care to even fuck with you, man. I go listen. I listen to your music so I can have shit to say because to say that it's trash. Like I don't like to say nothing that's trash and I ain't listening. Yeah, to it, but man, he just he yeah, he love attention. That's why he love Trump. Him and Trump the same. They have to drum up some they have yeah. to drum up some shit just to get their names back in because people ain't talking about them and then come on, bro, look look what family he married into, bro. The fucking Kardashians. That's that's what they do.
0: Man.
2: That's what they do. Man. And that's how they make money man. off of it. So hey, people think it's far fetched if Somebody sit at a table and game plan and be like, yo, how are we going to make the media put us number one? All right, Kanye, you got to say that you're a president and then you got to have like a fucking, that shit look like a, like, you know how like a little hole in the wall places? It look like one of those, but nicer. Like when I'm holding the wall club that you go to the girls have yeah. bullet holes and shit like that and that type of place. Like it was like, come on, bro. Like you a rally, yeah. bro. Come on, man. And then you say some wild shit like that. Some of the shit he said made sense if he would have put it in a sentence. But like Kanye talked like he he talked like he could only send 140 characters, bro. Like the old Twitter. Like, that's literally <laughs> how he talked, yeah. man. Like, he got a limit on what the fuck he can say. When it comes to Kanye, man, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. I can't even... I can't vouch, I can't vouch for him. And it makes me feel bad because, like, when people... Some people... A lot of people call me Yay because when they look at me, they remind me, well, we look alike, supposedly. That's what people say. So it's like people call... A lot of people call me baby <laughs> gay or call me yay junior. It's like, man, I, I've been... I've been disowned that man. Been disowned him. I could ride for him when he was making good music and he was staying yeah. out the way and not doing bullshit. But it's like, nah, come on, man. Come on, man. Stay stay the fuck out the way and let J. Cole drop an album, man. I don't want to
0: hear that shit. Man, um, for me, man, I, I really, truly just look at the situation like this. You know, um... He lost his mom not too long ago. And uh, ever ever since then, I feel like he's been grieving. And, you know, they always tell you, you know, you can't tell anybody how to really grieve. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying, he hasn't been in the right space to really grieve properly. Or he just haven't had enough time to truly grieve, you know what I'm saying, the death of his mom. it actually became a lot more apparent to me when I heard what he named the new album that he got out now. And then, you know what I'm saying, like, because this is, like, what? This is the third time he was going to name the album Donda. And he yeah, finally like did it this 40. time. Like yeah, so, so that kind of let me know, like, you know what I'm saying, his mom is really, that's still really kind of affecting him. And then, you know what I'm saying, on top of that, you got to realize, like, when you take a guy like Kanye West, who, you know what I'm saying, he kind of came in, and he he came in at the right time in music, you know what I'm saying. He came in at the beginning of the rise of Rockefeller. you know he he was working with you know Ho. he was working with he was working with dipset like just blazing them like he he really was a part of hip hop history, and then you know on top of that, like you gotta remember he brought in you know what I'm saying, like, guys like John Legend, you know what I'm saying, he helped guys like Lupe and Chance and all them get a foot in the door, uh, Consequence and, um, you know what I'm saying, like GLC, like, he really he really made it happen for a lot of people, like, he even helped Twista get to a certain point, and you know what I'm saying, in his career, and then, you know what I'm saying, he take it, and then he goes solo, and then now he's one of the biggest rappers in the world, and, you know what I'm saying, like, All all of this shit is happening in what seems like a long time. But really, if you think about it, it ain't even in a 10-year span. This this probably is like maybe a four or five-year time period that I'm talking about. So imagine going through all that and then Rockefeller break up. So it ain't no more of that. Now you really on your own. And you know what I'm saying? You got to kind of choose sides in the situation between him and day, I mean, between Hov and Dave, and, you know what I'm saying, since you're an artist, you take the whole, you know what I'm saying, you take the whole lane, no pun intended, but you take the whole lane, and, you know what I'm saying, you stick with Hov, and then, you know what I'm saying, not only when you stick in with Hov are you still ascending, you start ascending faster. Y'all do Watch the throne, so that shit is on, that shit is out of this world type shit. Like, to this day, that's probably one of the best albums ever been that's ever been put out. Um, and then, you know, you got to remember, like, he was with Amber Rose. And when he was with Amber Rose, we wasn't getting none of this shit. We was getting a uh, totally different Kanye. We was getting a creative, cocky, arrogant, but at the same time, conscious and aware Kanye West.
2: That was Henny. He That's Kenny. what that was. That was Henny. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That was when he started it's, losing it's funny it. There you go. It's funny because... You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was I was talking with somebody earlier, and they was saying like, if you ever if you ever realize when we talk about some of the greats in our culture, you know what I'm saying, it's always an adjective that go with them. That's how you know that they want to be great. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like you talking about Hedia. You know what I'm saying? You you think about Carmelo, we say hoodie mellow. Like it's all. Anytime we talk about the greats, they got this one point in their career where that's one of the points to where we can always pinpoint where they was either at their pinnacle or it kind of just started their pinnacle. And then he get with Kim and they in this life of um, they in this life of faux reality at all times. Nothing that they do is, is real, is like literally real life. Everything that they do is for cameras. Everything that they do is for the, like you said, the attention. And so when you put him in that space with Kim and they family and and this is what he's around all the time. I think a lot of people forget that you know what I'm saying that, that he had a point to where he was fighting the paparazzi every time that him and Kim were somewhere. This nigga was beating up paparazzi. Even yeah, because they was calling was the boy, him.
2: They was calling him. That's why he yes, said it the, in the exactly, song. I might call the paparazzi on myself. Man, them folks, man, them folks don't be knowing that shit. Don't you know be knowing where people about to be. Nah, they have some hangout spots exactly. and shit. But so
0: come on, man. Exactly. They call them on their Yeah. So 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 think of that. Like she calling she calling these motherfuckers to come take pictures of him. And he he in the mindset at the time, he's of the mindset that, you know what I'm saying, like we're in the culture that we he come from, which is our culture, you know what I'm saying that shit ain't normal. You know what I'm saying? We ain't we ain't calling the paparazzi like, "Hey, yo, we on we on 34th and Grand." You know what I'm saying? Y'all come down here and take pictures of us real quick while I'm walking out. We got to be out in 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? He not used to that shit. So when you when you put him in that aspect and he can't really grasp what's reality and what's not, then all that shit start to fuck with you. I mean, look at Lamar Odom. Look at Chris Humphries. Look at Reggie Bush. Kazanty. Look fucking,
2: Kazanty. Yeah. Kazanty. Look at Miles Austin. Kazanty.
0: Look at Kazanty. Scott Dysick.
2: Look Kazanty. at uh
0: what's what's the other dude? It's another dude I'm missing. Even a brother of fucking Casualty. Tristan the, the only one that made it out is Ray J. Oh, well see, the thing about Ray J is this. This is what we this is what we gotta remember. Ray J is the only one out of all of them that's already been famous. He done already he been dealing with this shit his whole life. So for him Yeah, that's
2: facts. That's facts. He
0: know he know how to maneuver in and out that shit. You know what I'm saying? The basketball players don't know how to re- maneuver in and out that shit because they come from the same shit. They don't they not around it where somebody calling them a the paparazzi and then as soon as they walk out, they right there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some that's some shit to where they might see like a journalist or something, but it ain't paparazzi. You know what I'm saying? All the athletes that they done been with, they not used to that. You gotta remember the the Scott Dissick dude. He was he was in the beginning of the stages when they was doing the keeping up with the Kardashians. And this motherfucker ended up turning into an alcoholic. Because you could tell he couldn't deal with the shit. Him and Courtney been going back and forth since all this shit started. And he couldn't deal with the shit. And so, you know what I'm saying, Lamar ended up smoking crack off of the shit. I don't know how that gets you to smoke crack, well, but well, it happened.
1: Lamar, Lamar was already in the crack. He was already, like, yeah. he was well known in the New York area that, you know what I'm saying? He had problems as a teenager. It just got amplified when he went with, with them.
0: Yeah. They okay, just brought so out
2: the worst in him. That's it, all it is. Well, it
0: amplified it then, you go. Know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So when you, you know what I'm saying, when you realize that when you in that kind of, you know what I'm saying, when you're in that kind of situation and you're in that kind of atmosphere that this is constantly going on, like everything you do, regardless of what it is, is always a headline. Everything you do is always going to be a, a, a link to click on. Like, this is constantly going on. And this is their life. Like, they don't even... They so, they so in tune with the shit that any and everything that they do, it got to be on camera. They don't do nothing if it ain't on camera. Um, perfect example is the the Meg and, and the Tory situation. Oh, shit. And, and um, if you... And we ain't really going to get into it, but if you go watch that, you will hear Kylie Jenner in the back asking them, yo, is this, are we going live? Is this live? Are we going, like, she needs to know, is it on ca- Is Are we doing anything on camera so I can click that shit on? I need to know if this is on okay. Like, this is how they live their life. Like, and then I forgot. I don't even know how I forgot. Fucking Bruce Jenner. They turned this nigga... This nigga wanted so much attention from them that he turned into one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like these motherfuckers really, these motherfuckers really fuck up people mentally. Like, look at Rob. Rob done his weight fluctuate. He done got pimped out by a Black China. He done got uh this, this nigga was he was so hey hold on Scoops man listen man we got we got we got to give it up to Black China man you know? we got to give it up to Black China. Oh, one time for the one time, of course. One, one time, time for, for the Black one time, China of course. from
2: DC, man. For sure. Listen, she for sure. She did a, she did her motherfucking thing.
0: For man. sure. She, her and Ray J the only ones that skated out this shit. But I mean, once again, man, this is this is what I'm talking about. When you when you able to you gotta think about Black China too. Black China done been around this shit long enough too to be able to yeah, be she like was, man.
2: She, she was she was number one at the strip club um Facts. KOD. KOD, she was the number one. She was the baddest bitch up in that motherfucker. And she already, the crazy part is she already had ass before that and she mm -hmm. really got more ass. It was like a competition. Like bitches used to go back to get more ass to see who had the fattest ass in the club.
0: And she, she ran a checkup on this nigga, Rob, bro. She ran a whole checkup on this man, Rob, bro. So not only do, you know what I'm saying, not only can you go and see the motherfuckers who, you, and, and look at it like this. That's the two people that we talking about that got out of there. We just went down there a whole start at five and maybe a bench. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Muggers who didn't make it up. Before. So when you put Kanye in that situation, and, you know what I'm saying, he's he's already trying to keep stable because, you know what I'm saying, we've seen him go off on sway. we seen a, a couple meltdowns. You know, and people say it was one of the one of the times was when he went up on stage with Taylor Swift. I don't think that he was in that same headspace when he did that Taylor Swift shit. That was just on some, I'm Kanye West. I'm about to go do this because I feel like it. Type he shit. was
2: speaking the, the truth, he It wasn't like is, he wasn't
0: telling the truth. Like he, he was said, telling like the, the truth. The, the Get out shit. You said what?
2: I said he was telling the truth with that shit, man. Beyonce did have the best video, man. It,
0: it, oh, yeah, man, well, who it was, was the tri- shit?
2: That was true. But that get out shit, man, that, man listen, man. Kanye. What you sh- mean? You said what? I say, Kanye, man, it is what it is with, with all of them, man. If he divorces, man, divorce her ass and get the fuck out of the way, man. Just don't try to make somebody else a casualty, man. He brought my nigga Meek in there, man. Meek
0: ain't have nothing to do with, do with you and your bitch problem, man. Still yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. So oh, you know oh, oh. You
1: said what? Man. Oh, I was making sure you were still there, but like my thing, man, you also have to understand the temperature of a room. Like and I don't know when he was necessarily diagnosed with being bipolar, but if it was something that he already knew, I don't care how bad you think a bitch is or whatever the situation is, there's some people you just don't be in a relationship with he should have never went into that space with having the problems that he had. We know with people that have bipolar, they always feel like they're fine and they don't want to take their meds anymore because they always say they don't feel like themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He put himself in a bad space. And what he also did that I do not like is the fact that he toys around with mental health. Like he says that that's his mental, not mental, but- um, His superpowers. Superpowers. Yeah, his superpowers and shit. Nah, Brett. Like, I've been around people who got those type of problems. It ain't no superpower. Like, you don't need to talk with this stuff. It's, mm-hmm. already, it's already underfunded. You know what I'm saying? It's already people that are out here that need to be in facilities that either can't go, can't afford it, or whatever the case may be. And I also feel like you you just can't put yourself in those positions to... Be in a space where, like like, like, when he used to fight the paparazzi and stuff. Like, you knew that was coming with him. There's always cameras following around mm-hmm. that family. So don't put yourself in that situation. And it's like he wants us to feel bad for him, so he says that he was in Get Out. And then he also throws in this thing about, oh, Lil Baby's my favorite rapper, but he won't get on the song with me. Like, man, he's playing, dude. Like, he is just playing everybody so everybody can zoom in on him and all this other stuff and say that he been trying to divorce Cam for two years and all this type of shit. It's like, man, come on, man.
2: Nigga, if you wanted to divorce it, that shit would have been over, nigga. What are you talking about? You got enough money to do it. That should have be over tomorrow. Man. Like, what do you mean? And why are we just not hearing of this? Like, what do you mean
1: you been trying to divorce? Exactly. Cam? Y'all yeah.
2: Y'all whole fucking life, y'all buy a goddamn toilet in your house. A motherfucker coming through the roof. At y'all yeah. shit. Motherfuckers know everything.
0: Niggas come and fucking pest control. They know they know everything, but we don't know about this. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. That, man, that this is man, this that's is, I mean. Shame. Yeah. It to me, man, I, I feel like, you know, um what what we really see, man, is we seeing this dude break down in a way that I don't think anybody else has really ever seen um in a star. I don't think we ever really seen a star really go through this. I was um I was listening to uh to to Stolen Time uh as that when when you and Uncle Washington was talking about the Stefan Marbury situation and to me, I think that's probably one of the closest things that we've kind of seen to this Kanye West situation. But with, with Stefan Marbury, he found a way to, you know what I'm saying, come up out of that. And you know what I'm saying, like, he he kind of reclaimed himself uh, in that situation. And I feel like you know what I'm saying, with Kanye, I don't think that's going to happen with Kanye. I think uh, Kanye is going to be in a situation where he's eventually going to I, I'm not going to say commit suicide, but I, I will say he, he'll eventually commit career suicide. Let me say that. He'll he'll commit career suicide to where he's going to be one of those guys that we don't ever really talk about at all. Um, he, he's going to be like to me, he's going to be like the Voldemort of hip hop.
1: And and the thing is, like, we we just as people, like, look, don't get me wrong, Kanye made, you know, some of the greatest beats ever. You know what I'm saying? But even even with that, you know, he used a lot of samples of stuff that was already great anyway. He just found a way to make it his own. But if he, if him and Kim do separate, you know what I'm saying? I think that there's too many people like like Dave, like Dave flew out there, you know what I'm saying, to go yeah. check on him. Big Sean flew out there to go check on him. So there's still people that, because I would never say just leave the dude out to dry. But at the same yeah. time, like, he needs to have people around him to, number one, to make sure that his health is fine. Like, dude, you need to take care of yourself before you start talking. And... If that's mm-hmm. if if that don't happen, we're just gonna get the same person, but are are we as people will do what needs to be done to Kanye sometimes? I think that sometimes Kanye just needs silence. I think people just need to tune this dude out, do not give him the attention that he's seeking because once we give it to him, he's just mm-hmm. like, dude the album was supposed to drop yesterday i I don't think it did. I think I heard something about they said it was not nah, did. It did. Yeah, so it's like all of this was just, and he only does this around album time, dude. Like around album time, that's when he he come out with, with something yes. new, and it's like we we have to start ignoring that man, and be stronger as people to be like, look, this is just a ploy to pull people in to get people to talk about him to make him number one trending on 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 Twitter. Like it's like he like Trump, him and Trump, they like, get off on that man. I think they just sit around and just keep refreshing yeah. to see if they number one on trending. It's like, come on, man. I'm 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 done with it. Like I the I didn't listen to that, that last album that he did. I mean the only I mean if, if you want to count the Tiana Taylor and the Pusha T, if you want to lump that in with Kanye, okay I'll listen to those. But you know, yeah. but as far as like his own project, I, I ain't heard. I ain't
2: heard. Listen, nothing. that put that Pussy yeah. T album is probably one of the best hip hop albums in a while. One of the best
0: hip hop albums in the world. It, it, it was definitely the best out of that out of that um out of that cycle sy- uh, out of that cycle
2: too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, I still be about those. Yeah, Tiana. Nah, Tiana. Tiana probably had. If she would have had a little bit more songs, because you could tell nah. some stuff wasn't finished and, or something like if that. She would have
0: had input. I think if she would have had more input, then it would have been better. Because it, it was
2: better. She was mad
0: because she heard it. I don't know if you saw, but she heard she literally
2: when the album came out, she heard it and she was mad and called Kanye and was cussing them out because they took some verses yeah. off. They shortened some songs. They fucking
0: flipped shit around. Yeah, because it, 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 it wasn't was it bad. wasn't the album. It wasn't the album that she submitted at all. It wasn't the album that she submitted at all because um she was going live and she was playing some of the joints that was supposed to be on the album. And what none of that shit from her live on the album at all. Yep. Yeah, that shit is, you know what I'm saying? That that gotta be frustrating as an artist, man, when you, you know, when you put your heart and soul into a project and then you turn around Mm -hmm. and you know what I'm saying, the motherfucker break that shit and dissect it, and the next thing you know, it's something totally different than what you, you know what I'm saying, initially wanted it to sound like. And so, you (laughs) know what what I'm saying, like even
2: Go ahead. That's the that's that's bad, man. Not to cut you off, but that's bad. Like that, that shit there. That should right. make you want to kill somebody, man. Cause music, every music is our baby, especially your yeah. album. So, bro, that shouldn't make you want to kill somebody, man. She should have yeah. choked his ass out. Cause he he did he did that. He's so much well, of was was a bit. genius. He think he's a genius. Which is, in some aspects he is a genius, but he still got a team around him. So it's like he can't get all the credit because he still. Can't play all the keys himself. He still don't put all the jump patterns together himself. Like he still got help. Somebody got to program the mm-hmm. damn computer. Somebody mm-hmm. got to take it from. You know, there's different things, man. But that's 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 it. It's just a whole. It's just a whole thing, man. Like as Doc was saying, once we stop paying him attention and stop giving him the light of yeah. day, man,
0: he'll he'll slowly fade away. Yeah. It's, yeah, man. Um, And unfortunately, uh, man, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a casualty of uh, of the time. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we also have another casualty online. One uh, that I don't feel like should have ever been a casualty. One that I feel like really should have never even been in this situation to begin with. Um, But my man Nick Cannon, man, um, you know what I'm saying? He's facing a lot of uh, flack for uh what people are saying um alleged anti Semitic remarks and uh comments made during uh, some interviews that he had and um you know he, he was uh he was let go from uh Viacom CBS um he lost the and out uh show but, uh, you know what I'm saying, he still got the Mad Singer show on Fox. You know what I'm saying? he still got a lot of things in the works that he's already doing. So, you know what I'm saying, we know he's going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Nick done had money for a long time. so that's not the issue. But to me, the issue is more so um, the the way that they try to make an example out of him. You know what I mean? Um, he has a, um, a YouTube podcast by the name of Cannon's Class. Where he interviews people um whether they be educators whether they be activists whether they be um researchers or whatever and i mean it's a it's a very um it's a very educational platform that he has and you know he came under fire you know what i'm saying due to um the interview he had with ex public enemy member uh, professor Griff. and um you know, when that came out, he uh, <laughs> you know, he, he they was on his ass, man. You know what I'm saying? Um before that we seen the same thing happen to um Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, you know, and um, it you know what I'm saying it was it was looking kind of crazy for a minute, man. And then um Nick apologized about the whole situation and then he and came out with another episode of Candles class where he was uh let me make sure I get this name right because I don't wanna I don't wanna say the guy's name wrong. And I want people to actually go watch this too, you know what I'm saying? Because I think this was uh this was um, for me it was it was interesting, because uh, I said it myself, but it was interesting and it was also um I felt like it was a slap in the face. But he also, he did an interview with Rabbi Abraham Cooper. So you guys can, if you get a chance, you guys go YouTube that if you're listening. Um, YouTube that and go check that out. And uh, you can kind of see what I'm talking about if you know anything about the situation uh, that Nick's going through. But me personally, man, I felt like it was, um, it was interesting to see them talk. It was interesting to hear that conversation. But I also felt like it was a slap in the face. Um, one being that you know what I'm saying I felt like it was interesting to hear two people from um, you know what I'm saying from very oppressed groups to have you know what I'm saying an intellectual conversation with one another and you know actually sit down and kind of mend some things that's you know what I'm saying going on between the two communities but I felt like it was a slap in the face because I felt like the, the rabbi wasn't um, I felt like the rabbi didn't take Nick serious. I felt like he was he was being pompous, he was being arrogant, he was kind of being smug in a way. Um but first before I even get into it, did either one of y'all watch the um watch the interview?
2: Hell no, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Nah, I didn't see it.
0: <laughs> okay, so um basically, you know what I'm saying, the interview was supposed to be about um, Nick talking to somebody in a um in a high ranking position in the Jewish community. Um and you know, saying so basically trying to get, get um gain education on what I'm saying what he said and his remarks against, you know what I'm saying, whatever. He was trying to understand what he said that was anti Semitic. Um, long story short, none of that shit was explained in the interview. It's actually a two-part <laughs> interview. The first part is like an hour and some change. <laughs> the first part is like an hour and some change, and then, like, it had to get stopped. And so they continue with, like, another 30-minute part toward the end. None of this shit was explained. Um, they never really saw why or what Nick said that was considered anti-Semitic. And they They did, but they didn't. They didn't really get into it. They kind of just went around what Nick said, and they didn't explain the why. They explained what, but they never explained the why. That's what I'm trying to say. And then um, it also felt like a lot of his, um, a lot of the rabbi's comments were uh, attacking Minister Farrakhan. Um, He brought up Minister Farrakhan so much in this fucking interview, you would have thought, like, Minister Farrakhan was the one who was on trial at the time or was the one who was supposed to be getting the education. And then um, he referenced um, some man, I believe his name was like Wisenthal or Winderthal or something like that. Um, but he named uh, um, somebody who survived the Holocaust and then went back to, I guess, further um, educate people about what was going on and help out people who also survived the Holocaust to kind of get back to, um, you know, to get back some of their, you know what I'm saying, pass or, you know what I'm saying, get back to get back on their feet or some shit like that. And he he made this one statement and it was early, it was early, early in the interview, he, but he made this one statement when he was talking about the, the dude, I guess the guy was his mentor or whatever, the Weisen, star dude or Wisenstahl. I don't, I forget what this nigga's name is, but he made this statement and he said that, you know, in a way, like, he said it to Nick, to me, in a way that was, like, it was so fucking, I don't, I mean, like, I want to say, I I, I want to come up with the word for it, but it was so arrogant and so pompous, and it was just so fucking, it was so fucking careless. Like, he said some shit, like, I guess he was explaining how the dude had came out the Holocaust, and he was, uh he was coming back, he came back to europe to kind of help the people you know what i'm saying that was um that had got out the holocaust or whatever and you know he was helping them get back on their feet and he was helping them to you know what i'm saying regain what they had lost and then he was like some only somebody who went through that pain and struggle can kind of um can kind of understand it you know and he was saying that shit to nick and in my head i'm like Yo, is he really saying this shit to a black dude in America? Yeah, like, nigga,
2: we, nigga, we black. Nigga, we've been through the Holocaust 400 years and counting. What the fuck you talking about,
0: man? Like, That's what i like, we still going
2: through genocide, bro. The genocide bro, is just the jail. Nigga, they just ain't gassing us. That's what the fuck you talking about? God,
0: when I seen that, when he said it, though, like, I had to pause the fucking video, like, and stop myself because I was about to cut it off when he said that shit because I'm like, I already know this is about to be some bullshit, but I had to stop myself and and really calm down, and then continue to watch it. But it's like when he said that shit at that time, I just felt like, like he can't be fucking serious. Like to say so sit like that. Who is constantly being oppressed, even at even at the position that Nick is at, even even him being a multimillionaire, even him being uh, owner of, of multiple businesses, even him being successful, we just seen how even even with all that, he can still be looked at as second rate. They took Wilder out from him, something that he created. This is his creation. He created. Yeah, but this he shit sold, in He, the he created it. This shit he wasn't created, it.
2: but he sold the rights, man. Once you give up them, that's why. But that's what i saying. Ownership is everything. He sold that's the what rights. I'm to him. Exactly.
0: So, Hey, man. But but think about that though, think about that though, think about the why of why he had to sell it. You feel what I'm saying? Like just just let that just let that linger. Like
2: because we don't own Viacom,
0: that's why we'll never own Viacom. There you go. And that's what I'm saying. The fact that I'm sure that they did whatever they had to do to make him or put him in a position to where they was like, we need the rights to this shit. Because if we don't get the rights to this shit. You're going to be on a whole nother level and we can't let you do that. But this is what I'm saying. So for the rabbi to even say some shit like that, it was crazy. And then later on in the, in the interview. um,
2: Hey, schools, Jewish is still white, correct? Jewish is still considered white, right?
0: Um, Jewish is actually not a, um, to my understanding. It's not Jewish a race, is, but they. It's they, not a they, race, it's a religion.
2: Yeah, right. It's a religion, but they still white. So it's like, well, you still white, the, bro. You still white in America, regardless. No, 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 no.
0: That's not necessary. If you got to so, check that we,
2: box, you know what I'm saying? If you gotta got to check that box, statistically, statistically, that shit say yeah. white, black, Hispanic, yeah. or yeah. Asian, or uh, Islander, or other. Yeah. The motherfuckers is checking white every
0: time. Awesome. That's why. So, he was well, well, this is the thing, though. Well, this is the thing, though. This is the thing. Um, It's, it's a lot of Jews are. All over the world, and they have different rank. Um, in America, we have this um, we have this thing where we like to categorize people in large groups, right? We like to we like to generalize things, and so with Jews, when we look at Jews when we hear the word jews or we hear the word jewish we think of the european jews we don't we don't really think about the jews of ethiopia and you know what i'm saying that area of africa hell no That's what i'm saying it's been, it's been jews everywhere this ain't it ain't like you know what i'm saying they the only ones it's been jews everywhere so um when we you know what I'm saying, when we talking about this and this is the thing that that I kind of laughed at too because I'm like, he could have went and got <laughs> he could have got anybody who was sheep. the thing is, is that they went and got Jews that was specifically of the Holocaust in Germany, Poland and all them in that whole European region, so a lot of this shit that we're talking about is European Jews because a lot of them came over here after World War II um and if anybody, you know, uh if anybody know anything about me, uh as that, you know, so we just did this with uh viewers anonymous, you know what I'm saying? Y'all go check that out. Uh it's on audio, video about to be out soon. But um I'm a I'm a huge World War Two fanatic. Um I'm I'm really into the to the time period of World War Two and kind of World War One. But um, you know what I'm saying, like at that, at this time, when we talk about Jews, we we tend to forget that it's a lot of different. Um, it's a lot of different people that fit into that category. Unfortunately, in America, they usually fit the European, the European ones in that category. Um, so when we hear Jews, like you said, you know, the the first thing that comes to your head is white. You know, what I'm I mean, like, when
2: I see them, the first thing I do yeah. when
0: I see them, I look at them motherfuckers. You ain't my skin color. You ain't no one to me. That's what I'm saying. But but it's. I, just, I i want that to be known it's other there's other races that are also jewish so i don't want the, i don't want people to actually think that that's a that that's just a, a european thing' i'm pretty much, sure. i'm pretty, pretty sure um, you said why are you breaking up that might be <laughs>
2: yeah schools that's you breaking up
0: yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you good? You good? Okay, what was you saying? Nah, you were just breaking up. I ain't say nothing. Just breaking up. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> but um so, you know what I said, what but further on down in that interview, um Nick had brought up the oppression that black people are still going through. He brought up George Floyd, Amal Aubrey, and everybody else, you know what I'm saying, in that category. Um but as soon as he brings this up, this motherfucker is like tiptoeing around the, the whole conversation of that. He he don't even acknowledge this shit. And he he I mean like if if his if his response was a fucking running back it would be fucking Barry Sanders. That's how. That's how well he was dodging this shit. But why?
2: Why like, should? Why should he? Why should he care though?
0: Why should he care? Well, why should he care? It's, a, it's all about it's self-preservation. A, why should he care, man? I'm gonna tell why? you why he should care. I'm gonna tell you why he should care. Um, first and foremost, right? When we talk about when we talk about these things, a lot of people, the first thing they say is we don't want to have the oppression Olympics, right? I wish people would stop saying that. And the reason I wish people would stop saying that is because this situation is because people of Germany and Poland and Europe, I mean, uh, Europe, right? If if they never would have been in the Holocaust, we wouldn't even have this situation, right?
2: We yeah, wouldn't
0: yeah. even be talking about these And they got, they, it and be they, an they got reparations. They Nick got
2: reparations fast. We ain't get shit. Nick, yeah, Nick wouldn't be in this situation. But Nick said, the, the crazy 100%. part about it, you know what's crazy? Nick said way worse shit yes. than what, they said, what he said. Oh, I saw the yeah, clip. of course. He said way worse shit. Yeah, of course. It's just that, hey, man, people just wanted to cancel him for this, man. He said way worse shit, man. He done got on white people'
0: ass on But this months. is what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. So, so, so when I, so when I tell you that I wish we stopped saying this whole oppression Olympics, that we don't say this. No, no, no. We definitely need to say every anything about these oppression Olympics because what happens is we are the ones that's always getting the short end of the stick when it comes to this shit. And so we can't, we can't say anything about them we can't say anything to them that they would deem anti-Semitic. Because truthfully the real the real thing that they that they was pissed off about was when he said that the real the real Semites are black people. Because if you look up the definition of Semite is people that speak in Semitic languages of African origin. So in order to be African you already know what you look like. Like so come on let's let's really if you really want to get into it, let's get into it but um you know what I'm saying like so that's really that's really what they they on his ass about and for him to for him to be in this situation you know what I'm saying when at the same time the three cops who killed Breonna Taylor are not locked up they haven't even they ain't even investigating this shit the motherfucker that killed George Floyd just got charged, and we don't know shit about the trial. We ain't heard nothing else about him. One of the motherfuckers is out on bail. We just seen a video where some chick stopped him buying fucking Oreos. And the motherfuckers that killed him on we ain't heard nothing about their trial yet. Um, We start protesting, and motherfuckers were still getting killed. And we still ain't heard nothing about this yet. So in the midst of all this, we battering Nick Cannon now as a society because he said that they not the real Jews fuck out of here with that bullshit this is the shit that I'm talking about this is the shit that pisses me off because now he on the back burner and he losing shit because of some shit that he said but meanwhile it's okay for everybody to to dump shit on us and fuck us up and do everything to us and it ain't gonna be no real repercussions so when I say that when I say that we we really do need to start letting these motherfuckers know about our oppression and the shit that we go through it's okay for them to talk about the holocaust W- in which is some shit that happened damn near 100 years ago but it ain't okay for us to talk about slavery it ain't okay for us to talk about Jim Crow It, ain't, it that ain't just okay was 40 for years us. ago just That's was 40
2: years saying. ago that shit was you know, 40 true. years was yesterday
0: man. that was yesterday so, like, like my mom my mom was born my mom was born 3-4 years after the Civil Rights Act was put in place. Like this is what I, this is the shit I'm talking about. And she only in her fifties. This is the shit that I'm talking about. So they try to act like the shit that happened to us was so long ago. My motherfucker, my 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 great grandmother's parents were slaves. You know what I'm saying? My 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 grandmother was sharecropping. Like so, all this all this shit that they try to make it seem like. It's so old and long ago. It ain't that long ago. It ain't that long, ain't you that could long see ago. You can see it.
2: You can see it. Exactly. my grandpa, my grandpa, man, my grandpa still here kicking, man. Eighty-four years old, man. He tell me about all that shit.
0: He tell me about 100%, all that shit. One hundred
2: percent, bro. One hundred percent. So I could, I could so, trace, I could trace my line. And, come on, bro. Come
0: that's on, what, bro. what I'm saying. And see, and the and the crazy thing is, you know, saying y'all live in the south, so I know for a fact, bro. Like I know y'all know better than anything. Me saying it, I live in Ohio, and I know it. So I know no, y'all, see, see, y'all probably,
2: All right, so let me let me let me let me switch it up right there. Let me see yeah. the mis- It's It's different parts of Florida, right? It's South Florida and then it's, it's, it's Orlando and all that other shit, right? Right,
0: right, right.
2: This part down here don't got shit to do with that part up there. So like, right. it's it's racism, but it's not like that because you got so many different people down here like you like white people are minorities here. Like it's a lie. Well, it ain't, them, it
0: ain't even about m- it ain't even about white people. Though, just, white people ain't the only ones
2: that do it. Yeah, white people, nah, down here, the the racism comes from the Cubans. The Cubans, Cubans yeah. are the ones that's racist because they 100%. like literally they got, bro, they got fucking this shit. It's a city called how you live, bro. That shit is big as fuck. They got their own town. My nigga, you wanna experience racism, bring your ass down here and go on their side. Them motherfuckers you walk in they stole yeah. their store, they'll your- yeah, tell your ass. They'll yeah, tell your Havana. ass, get the fuck out of my store. Get yeah, Little Havana too. They'll tell your ass, get the fuck out of my store.
0: Yeah.
2: We don't want no black people in here. Get I the fuck know. out of here. You might steal. It? when
0: you when you come in, when you come in, they call you Moreno.
2: Yeah. And then I started speaking Spanish to their yeah. ass and they be like what the fuck? What the fuck? They, well, they 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 think I'm one of them. They it. think I'm one of them because <laughs> my skin is dark, but my skin ain't you feel me? Like I don't look like a typical black person and I, I don't have You know my hair is not nappy. My hair is good. So when they look at me at first, they like what? And then I start speaking Spanish to their ass, they're like, "Hold on, where you from? You Dominican? Nah, bitch, I'm black.
0: It's just that y'all need to watch y'all need to watch y'all fucking mouth." Yeah. So see, that's what I'm saying. Like, so even even in that statement you just made, like, pay attention. Like, this is what I'm saying. This is the shit that I've been talking about. Like, even in the statement you made, you said your hair ain't nappy. Your hair good, but. If we know anything, if we know anything about science, if we know anything about history, all that shit, that nappy hair is the best hair out. We don't. Yeah, it is. All that shit. I get jealous. All that. I get jealous. I get
2: jealous, nigga. My shit. Man, listen. I can't grow my shit for nothing, man. My shit. When my shit grow out, and I try to (laughs) pick that shit, man, be so thin. But see, that's what
0: that's what i said. So we. As a people, we so conditioned to think a certain way. And now that we're starting to come out of that shit, we starting to get motherfuckers like Nick Cannon, who is doing the proper research, is doing his due diligence to kind of learn more about who he is and who we are as a people. And then when he goes to speak his mind and say some shit, he got to face scrutiny for it? Get the fuck out of here. It's, it's so crazy. Like, so do y'all know anything? Y'all know, do y'all know anything about Jewish culture or any of that shit? I never cared to know, to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I, I never okay. cared to know. It was so like, never no
2: point.
0: Right, right. So for me, right, um, I got a lot of military people in my family, so that's why I say that the World War II and World War One was so important to me because here we are, right, in in the 40s, the 50s, or the, twi- well, the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s during World War One, World War Two, II. The, I'm sorry, the 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. Um, here we are in a situation where, as black people, we joining the military to go overseas, to fight, to stop oppression of a people that don't have shit to do with us, then we come home and we're still oppressed, right? So To this day, we're still oppressed. And shit really changed, I mean, some shit changed, but it ain't really changed a lot. So we over there fighting for freedom for somebody else when we come home and we don't even have the same freedom. We don't even have the proper freedoms. And then to know everything that's happened to us up in, like they, they still, they telling us about shit that happened in the 80s and everything else. We just found out, which we already knew, but they told the rest of the country that the world is really a war on black and brown people. We've been telling y'all this shit. But now that they admit it, now it's a shock to everybody. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, now we're telling y'all that police brutality is real. They ain't want to believe it again. But now everybody was forced to sit down and watch George Floyd. Now they got to get their ass up and do something about it. And so we've been telling these motherfuckers this shit for years. Ain't nobody coming over here to fight no war for us. Ain't nobody coming over here to help us. Ain't nobody doing none of this shit to to help us get out of this hole that we in. But meanwhile, we done help everybody from the inception of this country to even before then. We done help everybody around the world to to get their freedoms, to get their rights, and everything else, to get their justice, to get their liberation, and everything else. Yet here and still today, we still going through the same shit that we've been going through since day one so for for when i i mean so when i see this conversation between nick cannon and the rabbi that's what i mean when i say it's a slap in the face because for him to have to apologize about some shit that he's done his proper research on he's done his due diligence on and logically the shit makes sense it's not like he he was saying some shit that just was made up logically it makes sense reasonably it makes sense and so for him to say some shit like that, and now he he got to face scrutiny and be on the back burner for it. And he doing uh he doing an interview with um with a fucking rabbi to get educated, as if he couldn't educate the rabbi on some shit. You feel what I'm saying? And I mean I didn't want to go into no no that soliloquy about it, but I just have to get that shit out of my chest because I felt like that that shit to me. The whole situation in itself was really just some bullshit. And I feel like that, you know what I'm saying, Nick should never have to go through no shit like that with all the work that he done did, not just for our community, the black community, but, but for everybody else um, at the same time. You feel me? Like Nick done Nick done put a lot of motherfuckers on. Nick done did a lot of fucking work to help people, not just of, of black people, but of white people, uh, Asian people, um, um, Indian people. He done did a lot for everybody, and he done really put motherfuckers in a position to really s- succeed and get their own shit. His fucking business partner is a Jewish man, so when we when we talking about this shit, like, come on, man, we we really got to put a lot of this shit into perspective, bro. And I just feel like he was just done completely wrong. Like they really shitted on my man Nick the same way I feel like they shitted on Deshaun Jackson. Like, soon as the whole Deshaun Jackson shit happened, that's all they was talking about on the goddamn. On Sports Center and, and all this other shit, and Stephen A. Smith, who to me is a man, he's a dickhead, bro. Like, as somebody who knows about the history of the uh, of what we've been through, he don't went to an HBCU and everything else. So you know what we don't went through as the man you this shit to you, national Transaction, Jackson the way that he did. It. To me, I thought that was wrong. I was kind of pissed I, off on Shannon Sharp, too, because Shannon Sharp was
1: kind of riding that wave, too. I, 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 I would say this. That you, you you covered a lot of stuff there. Um, but to to stay on topic as far as the Deshaun Jackson thing, um, I would not – that I, I, it's not a, a thing of picking sides. It's a thing of making sure you check the sources before you post something. He co-signed yeah, something that wasn't a true statement.
0: So right, I can see why I'd they say that,
1: that. De, Deshaun Jackson – should have did his due diligence before he did it because it was something that 100%. was never even said. So I can see why they would do that. I wouldn't call that so much of a coon type of thing because I think that before you go out and say, before that, that's just like when you see people post up on 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 social media and you will see that uh-huh. something that will say like ABC1Z or some shit. Like, I never heard of yeah. that. So I'm not going to believe that because that's probably something that just posted. And yeah. when it comes to Nick, Like, as far as, like, Jewish people, right? Like, when you said that nobody vouched for us, as far as the civil rights movement, there was a lot of Jewish people that helped out to get that civil rights um, bill passed and the unborn rights passed. So, and then also to have an interview with somebody like Professor Griff, right, Mm -hmm. who was kicked out of a group, Uh, uh, one one of the hardcore groups that would go in on racist people they would go in on... You, we, we all know the background of Public Enemy. But him to get kicked out of that group, you know he had to say some fucked up shit. So you do an interview with him and you basically co-sign a lot of stuff that he's saying. Now, one thing we can't do is we can't tell a person when they are offended. Because that's just like... We, we go through that type of shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, You know what I'm saying? We get offended all the time when we try to tell people that we are offended and they don't get it. That's just like Black Lives Matter. it's a a spit in the face to say either all lives matter, blue lives matter, red lives matter. That's a a, a spit in the face to us. So we are offended. So we can't get mad at Jewish people if they say that they are offended by something that was said. Because how can we try to get other people to jump on our waves as far as saying black lives matter if we're not willing to listen to someone else? I just feel like with Nick I think that Nick was educated to a certain degree, but I don't think that, I think that personally Nick should have, Nick knows the power that he has as far as putting people on. Nick, mm-hmm. and Nick has probably put on more people than really anybody in the industry, you know what I'm saying, as far, especially as far as black people. I think that he has, I think that with that type of power, you have to be yeah. careful. I, th- it is great that we have people like Tyler Perry. I think that if, if shit got, not bad, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has someone like Tyler Perry that he can reach out to you know, Diddy reached out to him himself by saying that, hey, you can come on Revolt TV and maybe he could do a duplicate the mm-hmm. show while out, just call that shit something else. But with the rap that yeah. I, I didn't see the interview. I didn't see the interview, so I don't really know. I just feel that with this with touchy information, because like I said, I don't know much about Jewish people. I know a little bit about a little bit and some shit that I heard. So if if they come out and say that some of the statements that he made was anti-Semitic, I can't tell them that they're wrong. With him bringing the dude on, OK? let's say it was a good move and and to do I think the do what the dude was doing by from what the way you the way I'm getting it from you is he was capable for his own while Nick was doing his apology basically and I'm not mad not at even that he wasn't even doing it wasn't that. Even really that see that's what I'm saying like I said I don't really know I'm just I'm going off of what you said Like because you said that he would say yeah. something about George Floyd and then he would you know dodge it like you know Barry Sanders so it's like yeah, yeah. I felt like I felt like he went on there with an agenda, to of course basically yeah. for his people, no matter what Nick said. Now, if Nick made the an apology and that apology mm-hmm. saved his Fox job, apparently, you know, because Fox was gonna fire him from the Man Singer, but they said he put on an apology and they said we felt that it was warm felt, well, so uh-huh. we're gonna hold on to the guy. So,
0: yeah,
1: with 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 doing. That interview, and also, and like the thing about Farrakhan is like, look, we all know, like, there's nobody in this world that I 100% agree with. I don't, I don't rock with nobody that hard. Like, he can say some things that are cool. And also, he says some fucked up shit. That's just like on Dr. Umar Johnson. I mean, I disagree with him more than I agree with him, but there's some shit that he say that's like, okay, I see what you're saying now. And I'm that way with Farrakhan. Like, he'll say some shit that's cool, but okay, I see what you're saying. We should do this, do that, nah, nah, nah. But then he'll say some off-the-wall shit that's like, okay, dude, like, you you know, you went a little far on that one. Farrakhan has gone too far when it comes to a lot of shit as far as gay people, as as far as Jewish people and types of stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. white people. Whether you can feel strongly about something, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with Nick apologizing. I don't have a problem with him bringing the person on. But I also feel like Nick knows the power that he has. And I'm not saying that you should, you know what I'm saying, dance around for people. But I think that when you have the ability Mm -hmm. to put so many people on, and you know what I'm saying, and bring a lot of people into this business who probably wouldn't have never got as far as they've gotten without Nick. I think he has a responsibility to where there's there's some stuff, there's conversations that I'm pretty sure we all do this. We have conversations amongst ourselves that we wouldn't say publicly. Can we both agree to that? Because there's oh there's yeah, some things, yeah, yeah, there's, some, yeah, oh, there's yeah. some things that there's some things that it's I think. Yeah, I wouldn't say Yeah, I wouldn't say that shit on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I feel like when you in that position like Nick, like even if
2: you feel that way, maybe I shouldn't say this. Yeah, cuz you know cause you're responsible, saying? you're responsible for hundreds of people because y'all are just thinking people thinking about the people in front of the camera. You think about the people behind the camera, the yeah. production team, the producers, the people that that don't even touch cameras, the, the writers. You thinking about you're not even yeah. thinking about all those people. He employed hundreds of people just on that show, and then you got to think about his entertainment company and his production company and all that. Come on, man. Sometimes you got to keep it PC, and that's that's just how the that's how the world is. Why you think they hate Elon? Why you think they hate Elon Musk? Why you don't think he hate him so much? They people hate him so much, and he always trending because he speak his damn mind. And they don't 100%. like it. they don't like that because he's the same
0: because mine. But see, this is my issue, right? Like it's so okay, this this is why I had asked y'all, did y'all know anything about Jewish culture or you know what I'm saying Jewish people in general, because you know what I'm saying? Every every uh every setup has this um has this word or this name right like everybody okay it's an easy way for me to put this everybody whether it's a religion whether it's a race uh, a subset of people regar- anything we all have uh, a word that's like Voldemort a word that's not to be said right so um, if, if y'all don't know what Voldemort is that's a Harry Potter reference um, I am a nerd so excuse me for that I had to get that off though. So I thought that was pretty slick. Um, it was though, no. but I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, so, uh, forgive me for anybody I offend by saying this, but it's necessary for me to say it. I only say this um, because of what I'm saying. This is in the reference. I'm not calling anybody this. But the Jew, well, the, the German word, if I, I believe, is German. The German word that the Nazis used to talk about the Jewish people was "Kike," K-I-K-E, and that's like when white people or anybody else call us niggas. right? Mm. Uh, anybody that I talk to, they don't know that.
1: Yeah, I've, 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 I've heard that. Uncle,
0: uncle Washington said. You heard it before? Yeah. Okay, okay, so yeah, usually older people are the ones that know about it though. But, but um. Usually, the people that I talk to when I have these conversations, they usually don't know anything about that. Me being, like I said, me being an enthusiast of World War One and Two, that's where I came to learn the word from. Um, but I, it, it blew my mind because I never knew anything about. it. I've never heard anybody say this shit. I've never heard this shit said ever. The only time I ever heard this shit said on TV was the was the um, was the TV show Hunters. The um, you know what I'm saying. That's on Amazon Prime. They have said it. Um, so <laughs> it's amazing how you don't hear out of out of everybody on TV, all the different type of people on TV, you don't really hear a constant um what's the word I'm looking for? A constant demeaning of the people that's in the movie, right? But we can go on a bunch of different fucking movies and see people saying nigga with the E-R not the, not the A, the E-R in a demeaning tone. We It's just a shitload of movies that I can go through that have this. It's only a I don't know maybe a handful of movies, unless it's dealing with that topic unless it's dealing with that subject that have demeaning names and 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 towards other races and groups of people and so I had told we once again, I was talking to somebody about this, and they was kind of against it, and we was kind of having a, a sort of debate about it, but I was saying that. Only, only, you know, what I'm saying for us, Quentin Tarantino can make movies where white people is calling us niggers. But if Jordan Peele made a movie about the Holocaust and they were saying kite, it would be something totally different. He would probably get blackballed from TV, or or from the movie industry, or Hollywood. Yeah, he was involved. In of if stuff. Tyler Perry did the same thing, and but that's what I'm saying. He was involved. It wasn't his project. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you got to remember, you got to remember he mixed. So this motherfucker might be Jewish. Could be. That's what I'm saying. Because that's what if you know anything about Jews, you only become Jewish through the mother. You don't become Jewish through the father. So if somebody is
2: that's by evil
0: uh, Right, that's what I'm saying. So like if somebody's father is Jewish and they mom ain't, then you ain't Jewish. That's or at least that's the that's the, my understanding of it. You only become Jewish through the mother, or you have to go through like uh some time period of research and education in order to become Jewish because um art Stademeyer is, is uh, Jewish as well.
2: Shit, that's so, just like
0: Drake. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's Jewish, but his mom yeah, his mom is Jewish. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so when we when we have these when we have these situations, like, this is what I'm saying, man. Like, let's stop. Let's stop getting away from our history in these. We got to cut it short. Because and and when I'm talking about this interview, that's why I said, uh, if you get a chance, go check it out. Because, you know, what I'm for, even for the rabbi to talk about Farrakhan. Farrakhan wasn't even brought up until the rabbi said something about him. Farrakhan is, he may say some wild shit. He may say some shit that you see or you may deem offensive. But at the end of the day, there's not one doubt in my mind. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Can't okay, nobody ever convinced me of anything other than this because he's proven it time and time again, is that he is 100% for the liberation of us, for the, the comeuppings of us. Like anything Farrakhan do, we are definitely the agenda. Our betterment is always the agenda. There's nothing. There's nothing that I've seen other than that. So much so that every time you hear somebody talk about them, the only thing, unless they' one of us, the only thing you hear is negative shit. And that's usually how you can always determine whether or not a motherfucker give a fuck about us or not. Anytime a motherfucker say they give a fuck about us and they don't say nothing bad about them, I don't believe that motherfucker. But anytime time they get the dog in this motherfucker and saying everything bad about him, that's usually the motherfucker who's holding us down and doing what he's supposed to be doing for us. And so to, to even bring up Farrakhan to me, once again, was a slap in the face because why are you talking about Farrakhan when you here to educate Nick? Farrakhan ain't got shit to do with that. But as I went back and I get to looking at shit and seeing things... The funny thing is, is that not only was it Nick Cannon, not only was it Deshaun Jackson, it was also Alan Iverson who was put on the hot seat recently. It was also T.I. who was put on the hot seat recently. And it was somebody else. I forgot who it was. But they was also put on the hot seat recently. And the most common thing that they had amongst them was that they had made a post or they had set up or they posted a picture with Louis Farrakhan. And so now I'm starting to see that, oh, this they ain't an attack on Nick. This is not an attack on Deshaun Jackson or Iverson or T.R. Or, or the other guy. This is an attack at FairCon. So it's it's bigger than what we really think this shit is. And to me, really, that's our that's our really that's our last leader. The, at least the one that's really for us. That's the only one that they can't touch. They done tried it multiple times. They got to the Panthers. They got rid of them. Quantel Pro can't fuck with the NOI. They can't touch these motherfuckers, and they hate that shit. So for me, when I'm hearing, these when I'm hearing this motherfucker talking in this interview, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing the, the jealousy and the envy of not only the people who done been through any and everything in this country, we done been to the lowest of the low, and they still can't eliminate it. They, they still trying to this day. They still can't do nothing with it. We the only people in this country that has fought every fucking war in this country. Literally every war in this country. If you think about it. We even fought on the Confederate side in the Revi- I mean in the um we fought on the Confederate side in the Civil War. We fought in the Revolutionary War. We fought every fucking war for this country, yet and still this country never fights for us. So to for me, and a lot of people say I take it personal. I definitely take it personal. And this is this is always gonna be personal for me because what I see is I see a time where finally getting some sort of recognition for the shit that's to us, the first chance that they get to throw one of us under the bus, or the first chance that they get to turn everything around and put it back on us, they do it. And I did it. With, they it started with Deshaun Jackson. Now it's, it's Nick, a motherfucker who's been out here making sure shit happened. also being an activist and everything else. And now they make they trying to make this the story and get it off of Black Lives Matter and get it off of the 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 protest and everything else and try to make that the story and that's and I think really that's the that's to me that's the issue of it all like to me that's the that's the thing that really burned my fucking blood is because as much work as we doing out here on these streets and really doing some shit, and then for them to try to take that and once again that they always do push that shit to the side and and show us that it don't matter, they instantly go find one of us to attack us and make them the fucking headline. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you gotta watch the interview to, to kind of understand everything. So um, we can we can go on for real, because you know what I'm saying y'all didn't watch the interview, so I know it's kind of difficult for y'all to have any butter or anything like that. Or um even to really, you know what I'm saying, speak on the topic. So that's just my piece on it. Um, but when y'all get a chance, man, I hope y'all really do go watch that interview for those that's listening. Um, If you get some time or, you know what I'm saying, you ain't got shit to do, please watch that interview with Nick and um the uh, Rabbi Abraham Cooper. I think that is, um that's something that's very important for us to see as a people so we can kind of, you know what I'm saying, see what's really going on out here. I always tell people, you know what I'm saying, don't ever get away from, you know what I'm saying, the Fox Newsers of the world, the, the Donald Trumps of the world. Pay attention to all these motherfuckers because... You know what I'm saying? I'm sure all of us play sports. I'm sure all of us watch sports. and the only way to beat a motherfucker is to know a motherfucker. So you can't not you, you can't know him if you don't study him and you don't watch him. Um, but that's my piece on that. If y'all got anything to say, man, y'all free to say it.
1: Nah, you can move unless
2: unless Fallon got something. Nah, uh, you can move on. I don't know nothing about it. I ain't trying. To move okay, it. cool. To be honest, <laughs> man, listen, it's We've been marginalized so long. It's like at at this point, it's like man, what we fighting for at this point? Yeah. Yeah. What we fighting for? Um, we we can continue to fight, and guess what, man? The same things that Tupac was rapping about in the '90s,
0: and
2: that Dr. King was talking about in the '60s and '50s, still going on to this day. It's just little small instances. It's little, you know. It's just like birds or anything, you know. It's just like birds, you know. You feed you feed birds a little bit, they'll come back. Mm-hmm. Time mm-hmm. you feed a stray dog, they are gonna come back. And that's, I hate, I ain't calling us dogs or nothing like that, or calling us animals, yeah. or anything, but you know, certain people,
0: it's that concept.
2: Certain people, that's that concept, and yeah. when it comes to you know the nation of Islam and the fruit of Islam, and you know, Minister Farrakhan, he stay on their neck. Mm-hmm. You can't buy him. You can't buy none of them. So that's why they hate They hate him because he just 100%. He's just on point. He's stayed on their necks and he's been on their head his whole life. So they 100%. They hate him, but man, nah, I ain't. Hey, y'all go watch it. See how y'all feel about it. I'm not even going to waste my time, man. I ain't pandering to that's none
0: sure, of that, Alright, so you know what I'm saying? We done with the serious shit, man. Now it's time to get into some fucking fun. You know what I'm saying? Now it's time to get a lighthearted man, get a couple laughs in this bitch, because that's what's really needed. Man, oh man. Um I never thought it would I never thought this type of shit would happen. Um, but it took two rappers to do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh podcast beef is, is alive and well, man, and that shit is cooking, baby. It's cooking at a a, a nice four hundred degree, well, I'll take that down, maybe three fifty degree temperature. Um Gilly the Kid uh the, the one of the co-hosts of uh million dollars worth of game and Joe Button uh one of the co-hosts of the Joe Button podcast. Man they getting into it man. You know what I'm saying? They they sending shots back and forth. Um they sub You know what I'm saying? Some subs, some direct shots. It's, it's getting crazy, man. You know, we seen we seen small slivers of it, you know what I'm saying, between Joe Button Podcast and the Brilliant Idiots. Um, it's always funny, man, because it seems like it's always Joe Button's podcast one you know what I'm saying, in the middle of some shit. Um, we also seen, a, a, I don't want to say it was really a beef, maybe it wasn't a beef, I don't know. Um... Nori, Nori kind of deny it now, but we kind of seen a, a little between uh, Champs and uh, Rap Radar, um, and kind of between Joe Budden podcast and Rap Radar as well. So, um, but right now, man, million dollars worth of game versus Joe Budden podcast, man. Who you taking? And and, and what do you think about this situation? Any one of y'all can go first. I'm gonna go last, but any one of y'all can go first. I think this shit is funny.
2: S. Dot, you want it? I mean, honestly,
0: man, I,
1: you, you go ahead. You go ahead. You got it, fam.
2: All right, let's be completely honest about this. And that ain't the only one. Him and Troy have been going back and forth too. Yeah, I forgot about Troy have been Trey going Trey back and forth. And I'm, I'm on, I'm on Troy side Trey Trey about Trey that, Trey man.
0: Troy put up that he want to
2: fight. No, hey, man. Trey, that's hey, hey, man. Junkie joke. <laughs> Junkie Joe, we gon' we gonna keep it. Junkie Joe, that's what he called him, man. Junkie <laughs> Joe, let me tell you something about Joe Button, man. Joe Button, Joe Button is, is 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 man. He a funny guy, man. He a funny guy, and he he he's coming from a a, 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 a dope fiend standpoint, you know. Oh shit he he man listen I, I I don't listen to the podcast, I watch some of the episodes on um, mm-hmm. uh, like the clips and stuff, yeah, and um, I just watch it because it's funny to me, it's funny to see yeah. you know the different opinions and stuff like that, and Joe always say some bullshit most of the time and his perspective, uh as far as him going that million dollars' worth of game, for what man, for what? And and on their last episode, Giddy the kid really went in, and Wallow normally don't say nothing, and he was he was just they was just talking their shit like, yo, we we got ownership. Yes, Spotify offered us a check, but we went to bar stool because we get to keep our ownership, mm-hmm. which is which is what it's all about. And you know, it seemed like Joe go at everybody that seems to have more success than him, or that's coming up next to him that can surpass him. Cause remember. Remember when he went to Taxstone and Taxstone was up and coming and Taxstone was doing more numbers than him. Yeah. So it's like every it it's it literally seemed and he went at Charlemagne at one point too and Shokes. I forgot <laughs> about the breakfast club. I told you, man. With it seemed like bro, Joe. It
0: seemed like doing them was all those, with those, center,
2: with with those those man, Listen, with Joe's situation, Joe goes in at on everybody, man.
0: Yeah.
2: Every single person that is perceived to do better than him, he go against. So who yeah. said I'm on I'm million dollars worth of game? Because guess what? I re, I re, I relate more to them than I do you know, they part, like, million dollars worth of game is like the barbershop. You know, it's like, it's like you on a block and you just sitting there listening to a conversation going on a, on a block and then yeah. fucking Fucking Joe Button podcast is like the crack house in the suburbs sometimes. Oh depending shit! On you, depending on where you at, man. They be, man, they be saying some sucker shit sometimes that I don't agree with. And you know, Maude play Maul play too cool all the time. He always too cool. Rory try to be the level headed one, and, and, and Joe Button is just the the, the, the crackhead of the situation. So, man, that shit funny, man. He always, he, I don't like niggas that's haters, man. He's a hater. Stop hating, bro. Everybody everybody that do better than you or getting close to what you're doing, you hate them. You hate on them. You have to have a problem for how? Oh, oh. But you claim you put people on, but you claim you this and you that. And you, come on, man. Tripping, man. I, I don't even, it ain't even no point to get into it. And then it's like, you know, when I get to a certain level of success in music, and I, I I want niggas to find this, so then Joe Budden could go at me, and say something about me, because then yeah. it, it, it'll be it'll, it'll be it'll be a problem. It'll be a problem because I don't have no problem going back and forth. You know, I have been going back and forth with crackheads my whole life, man.
0: See, if if you go back and forth with Joe, man, you are gonna have to be a full time podcaster, man. You have to put out go, your own man. podcast too. Man. Then then you gonna have to you gonna have to put that zone out.
2: Listen, we are go, we gonna have we gonna have to go back. We gonna have to go back and forth because he ain't coming out of he ain't coming out of rap retirement. He ain't coming out of the rap. Re- think about hey, 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 he it. I really, think Joe Button. Joe Button find a problem with people that do two things, man. People that 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 try, that fuck the same bitches that he did or got bitches that he didn't. He didn't mm-hmm. have or couldn't get. He find a problem with it. Yeah, he find a problem with them. Because Joseph, yeah. we know he a trick. So he's the trick that's mad that he can't buy all the pussy. Oh, yeah, he said he was. Yeah, he said he, he, he a trick, which ain't nothing, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the only way he probably going to get most of the bitches that he got. But that's a, yeah. lot, of, that's a lot of us, you feel me? A lot of us, you know, you gotta, you gotta do a little something. You gotta buy a little Chanel or throw a little couple dollars in there. that's cool. Ain't nothing against that.
0: Uh hey, hey, listen. Every everybody everybody paying for it. I don't care. It, it's a, whether it's high or low, you always paying for it. Don't ever think you're getting it for the freeze. That's a that's a myth that a lot of motherfuckers tell. Even pimps gotta pay for it. So don't don't ever think that you ain't paying for it. Exactly. So as that, man, where where you standing on it? I know you, uh, I know, you know what I'm saying? You, you kind of fresh to it. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? I, I know you vividly listen to Joe. Um, I know you just recently, uh, caught on to the million dollars worth of game, man. what you, what you think about the situation?
1: Well, honestly, man, I haven't even really heard the, um, uh, million dollars a game. Like the, when, when, when you sent when you sent it to me, I thought it was about, um, when he said those comments when we was texting and, um, but I didn't really know there was a podcast yeah, was. going on, but but to alliterate on that stuff about Joe, I think a lot of the times I think Joe's just really trying to be entertaining to be honest with you. Because he always talks about how he's trying to take the podcast to the next level. But I also don't never know when Joe is playing mm-hmm. and when he's serious. Because like, cause he do be finding like dumb shit like when Drake mm-hmm. released that um, what's that joint he came out with? um. He uh threw that little View. album out a couple months ago, so he, they were talking about the Chris Brown song.
0: Views.
1: Not views, no. The uh when he threw all oh uh, you talking uh, about uh, when
0: joint um when he had the
1: ski mask joined on. Um,
0: something guidance, no guidance. Uh,
1: no, 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 no.
0: He,
1: I had he I, Yeah, that, yeah, it was on that album that he dropped, and so it was a song on there called "Not You" or yeah. "Not To You" or something like that. It had Chris Brown on it, and then he was like. Yeah, you see how Drake turned down Chris Chris Brown's vocals and made himself louder and all this type of stuff. I'm
0: like, come on, Joe. Like, come on. Nah, that
2: was true. That was true. Them vocals was to the damn ground. <laughs> the nah, yeah. Grand. But
0: see, you gotta you gotta remember, you gotta remember though. You gotta remember he used to be an artist, so he got that ear for certain shit like that too.
1: He 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 does, he does, but then like sometimes like even the versus battles like he'll sit there and bring up some stuff and say that somebody's beef, like, like Jill Scott and, um Jill Scott and Erica Badu, he made up this whole shit about how they had this beef, mm-hmm. and then that was like, the like, at the time, that was like, usually those battles was, it was really a battle, but they kind of made it like a celebration type thing, and then when it was over, mm-hmm. then Joe had to go back and be like, oh man, you know, that they, they celebrated each other and all this type of stuff, it's like sometimes he'd be trying to find beef into something, well, they're not even really. No, that's
0: that's real shit. That's real shit. People used to. I don't know if if they necessarily themselves individually had that problem, but it was a point in time where like niggas was was pitting them two together, like they literally was. Cause um, if you get a chance, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but go watch um, go watch uh Dave Chappelle's Block Party, the movie that he did, and it's a it's a. point in time where they perform it um you got me by the roots and you know the original the original person on that song was erica badu
1: no just that was the original
0: no 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 yes yes, she wrote it
1: she wrote the hook
0: no i know i know listen the original person on that song was erica badu that's who she wrote it for but they wanted Jill Scott on there because they wanted it to be a Philly record. That's why it's Jill Scott, The Roots, and Eve on there. But the the, the song was originally written for Erica Badu. But they I, wanted The Roots wanted Jill Scott on there.
1: See, that's not what I heard. See, I heard that what it was, but they, they reached out. They heard that she was doing small stuff around the way in Philly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they wanted to work with her. So they brought her in, and she wrote the hook for You Got Me. And yeah. the reason, now this is just from what I heard, and they said the reason mm-hmm. they ended up, she wanted, they they was going to perform it or they needed to record it or something. And Jill had got a little steam and she went on tour. So she wasn't around to do it. So then they brought Erica in to do it. Because Jill Scott started um, mm-hmm. started touring. So that was my You know recollection Mm -hmm. of the whole situation of how it came that way because jill admitted she said she even said it was during the versus battle when she was like you know i wrote that's where i heard it from because i was watching the versus battle yeah and and both of them played the song because uh uh, she played the quote-unquote original version which had jill doing it yeah at the same time yes song is what put the roots on because erica badu had that um had that steam from um Baiduism album. Right. Like, that album blew up, you know, uh, Next Lifetime and um, the Other Side of the Game. Like, those two songs blew up. Don't forget about Tyrone. On. Yeah, and Tyrone was on that album as well. So that helped The Roots out. I mean, The Roots still was kind of underground, but that really kind of made them hot because they used Eric. Uh-huh. But, like, just because people be pitting people apart don't mean they really got a beat. They did the same thing with Brandy. But you, but you and know, that's how Monica. beef
0: start, though. That's how beef start, bro.
1: But they did the same thing with Brandy and Monica, and then they did that song together, and that was like their biggest song ever.
0: That's what I'm saying. But listen, to this day, we still we still got Brandy and Monica going against each other. And it, they done already cleared the air and said they wasn't. But we still, to this day, saying that Brandy and Monica yeah. got beef. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It'll never happen with the two people usually. It always happened with everybody else around everybody it. Around, yeah. Making it seem like, you know what I'm saying, that these two motherfuckers is going at each other. When in reality, they really don't they probably the best of fucking friends.
1: Hey, that's the that's the vibe that I got when I watched it. Yeah. But like like I said, man, I'm I'm new to I, I I've never heard of that podcast. And, you know, I would have to be on the other side of the fence with Phantom, man, because I, I listen to Joe religiously. I listen to both episodes that they drop. I But I really go into it for the entertainment, man, and to hear some of the new music because they highlight uh, music that I'm very fond of. Like, dude, I love Army music. Man. And they really champion that music like sometimes they'll talk to rappers and you know what i'm saying they'll talk about some new rap music but like they really talk about like i never heard of her until i was listening to the joe button podcast and they championed that girl so much so i was like man let me check her out all her work is awesome so that's what i really love about their podcast as far as like them putting on like r&b people but like really man like, like joe just I, I think a lot of it, man, is, is flair, man. I think a lot of it is 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 through break. How, like he had, a, okay. Suppose that there's a beef. How can Maul be beefing with the Breakfast Club, right? Mm-hmm. Joe goes on to the Breakfast Club to promote State of the Culture, and then he also do um the uh the pull up with Charlemagne, the pull up with Charlemagne <laughs> at the end of the year. But him and Maul, Mall, but Ma'll <laughs> and they're supposed to be beefing.
0: Like, come on, man. Like once it. again, listen, once again, man, I told you, it ain't never the two people, because you know Maul and Charlamagne really cool. It ain't never the two people. It's always the people around them. Joe done said Maul is OVO. He done said Maul is Rockefeller. He done got Rory as Rockefeller and Rock Nation. He got Rory as, uh, what? He, he the G-Unit man. He got, uh, <laughs> he got, he got called uh, Parks, the only engineer for Feral Mons. Like, that's just what they do. <laughs> it's always constant jokes. Um, me personally, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I listened to, to both podcasts. I've been listening to Joe. I think I started listening to Joe Button when he was around like episode 100. That's when I first started. And then I went back to the first joints, listened to them. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I've been hooked ever since. Um, uh, Phantom, you the one who put me on a million dollars worth of game. I ain't no shit about it. I just seen a clip of it one day and I didn't know Gilly was really doing this shit. Um, I thought it was just something that, you know what I'm saying, that he was just putting on Instagram until Phantom had told me about this shit. And he asked me, like, you know what I'm saying, I know you listen to podcasts. Have you ever heard a million dollars worth of game? And so I go, you know what I'm saying, go back, same thing. I think I caught it around like episode 13 maybe, went back to the first episode, caught back up, you know what I'm saying, and then I've been hooked on a million dollars worth of game ever since. Um, my thing is this. You know what I'm saying? They in two different lanes. They are not in the same lane. Um, with Joe's podcast being specific to Spotify, and Gilly and them having, uh, you know what I'm saying? They podcast on various different platforms. It's, uh, it's, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's not the, it's not the same fight. Um, initially, the whole situation was brought up because Gilly says some shit about All Lives Matter four years ago. And then he got uh, on a live or something recently and was explaining himself about, you know, explaining about whatever happened. Joe brought it up on the podcast and he had, you know, he had said, you know, saying he wasn't fucking with that. And it was in the midst of, I believe, like the Terry Crews conversation as well. But what people don't realize is, before all this shit even happened, Joe was bigging Wallow and Gilly up because you know, what I'm saying they had just did to do uh, the deal with Barstool, and he was, you know, what I'm saying he was really bigging them up. But uh, also in that, in this whole situation, the Terry Crews situation happened. The, he brought up the Gilly shit, and then the owner of um, of Barstool, Dave Portnoy, was on video seen on video saying the N word or making a joke about it or some shit like that. Um And I heard the joke on, I think it was flagrant too. It was, the joke was trash. It wasn't even some shit that was funny, but it was, to me, I felt like it was out of line. It shouldn't have been done. Cause um, you know what am saying? Like in comedy, anything is, is, uh anything is on limits as long as it's funny, as long as it can get laughs and as long as it's, revered as funny amongst everybody then you know what i'm saying we really don't give a fuck we done heard some wild shit being said in comedy. I'm, I'm sure we all can agree to that um but between joe and uh and gilly it wasn't a podcast thing until gilly made it a podcast thing gilly was doing this thing where he was talking about the numbers and everything else uh it to me like i said they in two different lanes the numbers that the numbers that uh joe and them get is strictly on spotify and youtube and gilly and them numbers is from youtube spotify apple google play stitcher and all the rest of the podcast platforms um if you ever if you follow million dollars worth of game on uh instagram the only chart that they ever show you is the Apple podcast chart. They don't show you the Spotify charts. They don't show you the stitcher charts or YouTube numbers, or none of that shit, which nobody really show YouTube numbers, but they always saw in the Apple podcast. shit. So for me, the, the deal that they got with barstool is cool. You know what I'm saying? They, they were saying like, you know, so like Phelan said that they did a partnership and they get to keep their content. well, with with jumping into Spotify, they said that Joe don't own the IP for it. I kind of laughed at that shit, and I thought it was funny, because what you have to understand is when you Gilly and when you Joe Button, the IP don't really matter. Same thing with the whole Nick Cannon shit, going back to that. The IP don't matter. They can keep wilding out. Because anywhere Nick Cannon go and do a show similar to it, it's still going to get the same views. It's still gonna get the same ratings. Cause that's what it, it ain't never about the name. It's always about the talent. So if even if Wallow and Gilly didn't own a million dollars worth of game, it wouldn't make a fucking difference. They gonna get the numbers that they get because they Gilly and Wallow. Um Joe and them is gonna get the numbers that they get because it's Joe Button, Rory, Marlon Parks. So it's it's the they already bringing their fans into it. It's not like how with us. You know, what I'm saying all three of us, how we, how we still building the audience, how we trying to garner our, our own audience. It's not like that for us. IP really matters because we so, we so attached to it, and this is what you know, what I'm saying this is what we know for. It. Now, if, if Phantom, if you was already, uh, um, if you was already a platinum selling artist and you done went platinum five times in the last ten years. And then you started a podcast, it really wouldn't make a fucking difference whether or not they you had the IP or not, because nigga, you done went platinum five times. So everybody fucked with you because of the platinum shit.
2: Exactly. Whoever the fuck got the biggest check, nigga, you can have this IP. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. So same thing for you, Ezek. If if uh if you know what I'm saying you had a million followers because you used to be an actor and then you started stolen time. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't give a fuck about stolen time. They can have that shit because the next podcast you start, you still gonna get the same listeners. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so for me, I don't think that that's really, um, I don't think that's really the issue. Regardless if they own the IP or not, to me it was just that was them detracting from what was initially being said. If you if you go back and listen to episode 70 of Million Dollar of Game. Gilly danced around the topic at hand. He danced around the video that was brought up four years ago, and he danced around him going back and explaining it on that live. Because that's really Joe's whole point. That was really his whole thing was, nigga, you was on some, he, he, Joe caught it some cool shit. You was on some cool shit, and you know what I'm saying? You, you knew better. And even going back in the sand and shit that you said, nigga, you knew you knew better. Um. So the funny thing that I thought was, like, when I was listening to that episode, everybody around Gilly was talking about it except Gilly. Gilly, the only one who ain't go into it like everybody else was going into it. Now, if you know anything about Gilly, you know Gilly is, is in the community and he really doing his fucking work. So the Colin McCool, because he said some shit like that, I think that was, you know what I'm saying, that was kind of a reach because Gilly really, you know what I'm saying, he really in the community and he really doing shit for the people. Um he definitely the people's champ in Philly. It ain't no it ain't no doubt about that at all. He's a uh him and Wallow together man is a, is a force, you know what I'm saying? They they really do work and I always salute them for that. Um but Joe I think a lot of people take him as a hater because He don't hold back on shit. You know what I'm saying? He don't he don't filter himself. And when you think about the shit like he said, like for instance, you you brought up the um you brought up the situation with with Maul and Charlemagne. Maul said a long time ago in one of them episodes that the Breakfast Club is gonna be over, right? Mm -hmm. If you go back from the time Maul said that, and then you go up until right before the corona shit hit. A lot of them interviews that the Breakfast Club was doing was some bullshit. I think the the two highest was the six nine joints. And then like after that, you ain't really have nothing else that, that you could really go back to and and really, you know what I'm saying, look at where they was really getting numbers. They gonna get the numbers that they get because once again, when you that high up and you in there, you the Breakfast Club. But I'm sure that they wasn't getting the numbers that the six nine videos got, the Birdman videos got and all that shit. Like even the even the the dynamic of the Breakfast Club is not the same as it was at that time. Ma was saying that shit, and so to me, I felt like Ma was really he he really was kind of right with that shit. Um, you starting to see all of them well, you were starting to see all of them branch out and kind of do their own thing. Um, you started to see Charlemagne with the interview shit, then you started to see Angela Lee, Angela E do the same thing too. DJ Envy was, you know what I'm saying, he doing his real estate shit and all that. But on The Breakfast Club, they really wasn't getting those kind of interviews that usually people want to tune into. Usually when they get interviews, they constantly are in somebody's mouth in a podcast or on the news or whatever. they constantly doing that. Recently, they really ain't been putting up the same or the quality quality content that they usually put up ain't been there. Um, But with Joe... I think that a lot of people use that that old thing about him doing drugs and shit like that because if you think about it, this nigga is really, to me, I think he's one of the, the people that, that hold it down for the creators. If you ever listen to him specifically, like, he really hold it down for creators. Um, he said himself, like, he always on the side of the creators. But, I mean, look at what he did. He went to Complex, created Everyday Struggle. Academics in the desk is still eating off that shit. He went to, um, he went to State of the Culture and put Remy, uh, Jinx, and Scotty Beam in some chairs. They talked about some shit that's going on, and Scotty Beam actually got some recognition off of that, That and she was already doing her thing. It ain't like she was somebody we didn't know in the culture, but that helped her get some extra shit along the way, so now she's doing some other shit because of that. And then now they brought in Ebony K. Williams, who we already know was on CNN and doing all that shit beforehand. But now she's somebody that's even recognized in the culture. And now she's working for Revolt, actually doing interviews and everything else, just based off of working with State of the Culture. So it's not like it's something that he ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really is helping motherfuckers out. Like, he really do be kind of putting motherfuckers on in a way. It ain't on the Nick Cannon level, but he – helping motherfuckers do all this shit. What a lot of motherfuckers fail to realize is state of the culture um, and uh, everyday struggle was his ideas. That was shit that he did. The funny thing is is that Gilly was saying what he was saying about Joe podcast. But if you think about it, he kind of took he kind of took Joe's platform and just kind of remixed it a little bit. So the situation with uh with Dev happened, right? And I think that's a I think that's where it really started too. But the situation with Dev happened, and there was uh Dev and Gilly was going at it or whatever. And you know what I'm saying, Gilly was shitting on Dev a lot, which I thought was some sucker shit personally. Um, but you know what I'm saying, it is what it is. But When that happened, that's the first time you ever heard Joe talk about Wallow and Gilly. Um, And he was just, you know what I'm saying, looking at it like, yo, you know what I'm saying, it looked fucked up. That's how he was saying. It It wasn't nothing against him. And then uh, once that situation happened, they brought in the the one chick and then they brought in the other dude. And now it's a four-person podcast, which is, you know, Joe shit is a four-person podcast. They just don't have no female. And then if you think about Joe's shit, he plays sleepers. Well, every time you listen to a million dollar worth of game, as soon as they coming in, they playing a nigga that don't nobody know. Or they playing a song that, you know what I'm saying, don't nobody know. They was even putting it up on Instagram, like, yo, send in your song so we can play your shit on our on our podcast at the beginning. So for me, it's like, yeah, Gilly was saying what he was saying, but if you really look at it, like if you really line that shit up, like them niggas ain't really coming close to Joe and them. Like, Joe and them is doing millions on their shit. And, and that's just on Spotify. We ain't talking about YouTube. We can move YouTube out the way. They doing millions on their shit on Spotify. These niggas is doing millions on their shit on various different platforms. But if you put up their Spotify numbers, I guarantee you they won't be the same. If you put up their Apple numbers, they may be close. I, mean, I know their Stitcher numbers ain't the, ain't the same. I mean, Stitcher and Spotify numbers ain't the same. And I know that the Google Play and Spotify numbers, they're the same, because nobody really used Google Play. So, when you, you, you if you if you really want to put it two and two together, you're going to have to take the Apple, and you're going to have to take the Spotify numbers, and you're going to have to match them up to really see where they where they level off at. So, I mean, mm-hmm. other than that, like, to me, I feel like this nigga Gilly is, he he riding the coattails. I think that this may be the best thing that happened to Gilly in podcasting. Yeah, but that's I think spent-
1: that's my take on it. Yeah, the number thing is is ridiculous. I, I I've never been a very high number person. Like I, I feel like when I got like I was telling you at the end of uh, the last uh, Stolen time podcast I did, we um, me and Uncle Washington got in the conversation, and I brought up um, I brought up Rhapsody and I brought mm-hmm. up American Style and um you know Cardi B and all of them, like she Rapsley, would never get the numbers that a mega that a mega stallion would get or great right. b we all the type stuff because of her number one her content on her songs and she don't use her body to sell mm-hmm. does that mean she's less talented than those two no Probably. obviously we all know that she's way more talented but
0: by joe,
1: yeah but joe is gonna always like, when, when you throw numbers into the situation, you already lost, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because, but at the same time, if he's not on that type of level as far as part, as podcasting, as Joe is, then, yeah, like, you, you gotta ride that wave to bring yeah. people to you and hope that people stay when they hear your content. But, like, once you get into that numbers game, I think you've already not, not fell off because, like, numbers don't determine it's like the talent level, or success yeah. when it comes to that type of stuff.
0: And I mean, and, and before you go, Phantom, like one thing that a lot of people don't realize is, and this is why I say that Joe really kind of took this shit over because he ushered in a way for Spotify to really, because they don't forget that was they that was Spotify's first acquisition of a major podcast was the Joe Button podcast. They just recently did a deal with Joe Rogan that start at the beginning of next year. And that's their biggest deal that they done did. Yeah, it's actually the biggest deal in podcasting. So you got Joe Button, you got Joe Rogan, and then on top of that, you got some a few original joints that they that they about to bring out. Jamel Hill. Who? Oh yeah, Jamal Hill. Hill. You got um you got Cash. I mean, like, you got a group of motherfuckers who I forgot Jamel Hill. She uh, signed too. But all that was after the, the Joe Button deal. That's, yeah, that Joe. structure of the Joe Button deal was was basically the blueprint for all these other shows to to get ushered in and podcasting for Spotify. Now Spotify has crazy podcast numbers. They might be a little bit better than Apple. But I'm just saying, like, so when we when we get into that whole numbers thing, like and we get into the whole IP shit, like I don't really think they really want to get into that. That's, to me, something that... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, a million dollars worth of game is a dope-ass podcast. Between Wallow and Gilly, like, them niggas are fucking hilarious. Sometimes I think Gilly is over the top, but I always thought that. Um, but but between them two and then the, the chick, I ain't really too much into her. She kind of annoying as fuck. The other dude, he don't really say too much, but he... He, uh, I think he a great addition because some of the shit that he says is some meaningful shit, and that kind of brings, like, a balance to what's going on. Because usually Gilly and Wallow just going back at each other and, and, you know what I'm saying, joking on each other. And I think it was better with Dev because Dev was the one that was making that whole tri- – like, to me, that was like a great triangle offense. Like, Dev, they would they joke on Dev, Dev would joke on them, or they would joke on Wallow, Wallow joke on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would team up on each other and shit like that. Like, to me, that dynamic – would have would have did a lot better at bar stool than, and they probably would have surpassed Joe if they still had that dynamic. Me personally, they probably could have could have took Joe up out of there with that dynamic. But the one that they got now, to me, I, it ain't it just it ain't the same feel. Ever since Dev been gone, bro, it, it just ain't the same feel for me. But how you feeling about it, Phil?
2: I mean, like. Yeah, it ain't the same with Dev. Um, he got his own podcast now, though. He started yep. his own podcast. Yep. I, I watch it on YouTube because he put out two episodes a week, but he put yeah. out one that's straight video, straight fire. So, yeah, I yeah. feel the same way. Um, When it comes to the numbers, it's subjective. Um, you can't compete with Spotify, especially when it comes to the U.S. They got the most users in the U.S., Hands down, Um, yeah. Literally in the world, they got the most users, so it's like, and they
0: and they got the they got the free platform too.
2: Yeah, which which I I saw a video about it the other day that that's how they won because they started giving people the free, and a lot of people going to premium.
0: Yeah,
2: or they ads they selling ad space and making ad revenue off that. So it. It, it's just a matter of numbers, and it's like you can't go back and forth with the numbers shit because numbers is subjective, and you could you know, numbers numbers don't equal impact, bro. Yeah, a lot of people that don't do a lot of numbers that got impact, bro. So it it, it don't matter. Joe Biden and them did usher a lot of things in though. They really did usher a lot of things in, and and yeah. they set the stage for that. And I think they coming to the. I think the last episode I was listening to on YouTube, was, uh, the last clip I saw. They was talking about they only had like one episode left in a deal or something like that. Yeah, they
0: come you know, they in. They got, got like and they two got two eighteen or like that.
2: It, it, yeah, yeah, they got like eighteen to seventeen more
1: oh, yeah. with Spotify. And See? then oh, pick them up. They gonna gonna and, and don't
0: forget, don't forget, Joe and them don't do ads on their shit.
2: Yep, that's right. They don't.
0: Ain't no ads on their shit.
2: Yeah, they don't. They don't do. They don't do ads, which is which is good. I mean, I think with the bar stool thing. Those ads that they do a million dollars worth of game is more like stuff that Barstool has. Right. And then they just pass it along because all the podcasts on Barstool do the same. Yeah, they they all got ads, yeah. All of them do, and it's literally the same ads, so.
0: Yeah. But see, that's what what I'm saying. That's why I said I don't think they really want to play that game because you got to remember, y'all still doing ads over there.
1: Well, I will say this.
0: Spotify the only... Uh, Real quick, Spotify is the only platform where you really don't hear they podcast with ads.
1: And you got to also realize this. Who do they always say got the biggest podcast in the world? Joe Rogan. Rogan. And he got tons of ads. That's the one thing I hate about listening to his podcast because he does all his ads in the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah, but it's always like six or seven of them. Now – as far as the content on it, he don't never really be, like, I've never heard Joe Rogan say something out of pocket and yeah. usually the people that he have on don't, don't usually do it as well but I was just saying that because he has, like, the biggest podcast in the world and he has tons of ads. I just wanted to mention that and he did one with, um actually, that was the reason why I did the 28 Minute Celeste that I just did. I just posted um, today. Was he had a, a conversation with Oliver Stone? That shit was hard, dude. Like, I don't listen. To, the, like when it comes to Joe Rogan, I only listen to the ones where I'm interested in the guests because he, you know, he don't have a co-host or anything. Right. So if, if I'm not familiar with the guests and I don't really care what they got to say, I won't listen. But he had Oliver Stone on, and that shit was good, dude. Yeah. You need to check that out because Oliver Stone is a very. <clears> he's <throat> one of the most. He's one of the most talented. He's funny as hell, under- too. Yeah, but he dude, he is very underrated when it comes to like like being the movie director. Like nobody yeah. really mentions him with the likes of like Ron Howard and Steven Spielberg and stuff yeah. like that. Because he he give you the racy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit where people were question and stuff. I think that's why he don't really get as recognized as much as other directors. But that was a really good interview. I just wanted to
0: mention that because he got ads. Well, see, this is the thing though. Technically, that deal
1: don't start till next year. Yeah, we. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen when when that's. So, over. That shit,
0: it. That be gonna happen. It's,
2: it's still gonna have ads in it. It's still gonna have ads in it. He might not so? need it though, because it, of how much they that, pay I him. That's not. It don't matter, man. It don't matter.
0: I don't think. I don't think that don't shit mad. gonna happen.
2: It don't. It don't matter, bro. He probably still put. <laughs> listen, if I was him, I still put ads in it. Cause guess what? You can never have too much money, bro. Never. I mean, I
0: mean well, well, for, it, for Joe, I think for Joe, it ain't, even it ain't about money,
2: it ain't money. money. But it's the money for – it ain't even about him because he got money, but it's the, his team. He care about yeah. his people. So he – because I, I watch a lot of his podcasts, and, and people that know him will come on that come on there and be like, you're the most giving person. Like, I might oh, make yeah. something around you. Yeah. And it'll be at my doorstep in a week or two days or five days mm-hmm. or a month or something like that. So it's like, hey, man, he probably gonna still do that so he can keep generating money so he could just share it. He has no problem with sharing it. And, and
0: But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, they don't if even you, they're
2: licensing it. They li- and that's another thing. Now, the ownership thing, bring it back to that. Okay. Joe Rogan is licensing his podcast to them. Right. They don't own it, right? What's wrong with licensing, bro? Get a little bread. That's so it. okay, so it's all about, it's all about it's all about ownership, and it's like I think, um, I think what Gilly point on it was, which he didn't say, but it could be if you read between the lines, you'll see that he was pretty much saying like, "Nigga, you was in the music industry, you got fucked in the music industry.
0: You should mm-hmm. you should know that you need to own your shit." But I don't think I don't think that with this shit, like you gotta remember. We don't know if the you,
2: game. That's we don't really know just, I, I personally don't know how podcasting work or how the money works or nothing like that. Yeah. I don't know how the hell you even make money from it.
0: So it's 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 so far it's only been three ways that a lot of people are saying, right? Um it's either through sponsor ads, it's either through donations, or it's through um partnerships like how Gilly and I'm doing or partnerships slash um, podcast networks. So either you get signed, either you generate your own revenue, or you get donations. Or streams. Or sell sell,
2: sell merch too, sell merch.
0: Yeah, merch, merch, of course, merch. But I'm saying, like, it's the main three are sponsorships, um, generating, like, through donations. And getting signed, or doing a partnership with a network, or something like that. So them the them the top three. That's really how you're getting paid. But if you think about it, right? They saying that Joe don't on the IP. Well, Joe started doing podcasting what five years ago almost. They had they on three hundred. They in like the high three hundred episodes. Gilly only in what seventy something. Think about they they what two years they were two years in with Spotify I think?
1: Something like that.
0: Okay. The whole three years before that, <clears throat> his podcast didn't even have a name. Yeah. And it was still which, one of the That was a
2: hard podcast. ass name though.
0: I'll name this podcast later. It, it, that what? shit was hard. That shit bro. was nuts.
2: Yeah, that was hard. That was hard as fuck.
0: That was nuts. But at the time. You got to remember that's when Combat Jack was at the top. That's when Brilliant Idiots was at the top.
2: Combat. Listen, Combat Combat would have been up there. Well, Major he Joe was.
0: yeah. He would. Oh, he was he was already back. there. Joe Rogan, he bro. was already there.
2: And there's some sucker shit how they took down a lot of the podcasts off of Apple. They took down a lot of the podcasts so you can't even listen to the old ones no more. To even you can't one. go
0: back. I think that's a uh I think that's something that got to do with loudspeaker too. I don't think that's just Apple. I think that's something with Loudspeaker. Too. Uh, I know
2: no, I'm saying I know it was loudspeaker, but that's just that's just that's just whack as fuck. I found yeah. that whack, Like I wanna go with um my man combat. But
0: at the time of combat, the height of brilliant idiots, the height of the read, um Joe was coming into all that, right? He wasn't signed with nobody. He, he, he ain't have no, no nothing. He, they was all independent doing their thing, whatever. They took, they took that podcast because at first it was him, Rory, and Marissa, and then they added Maul on there, and then they eventually added Parks in there too. They they turned that podcast into one of the highest rated podcasts. And, and the whole fucking thing. And it's like millions of fucking podcasts out here. So that's, that in itself is to tell you just what type of power they got. This When we talked before Spotify, we ain't even bringing Spotify in this. Gilly's, Gilly and Wallow said that they, they did it for eight months and then they did a partnership with Barstool. I can guarantee you 100%. And, I, and I'm saying this, I'm saying this, and I I don't care who disagree with me, whatever. This is just my opinion. If that joke, I mean, if that deal with Joe never happened, I don't think Gillian Wallow and them would have ever got on bar school
2: That's that's facts, and that's the thing. You you just got to, you know, you got to pay homage. I hate that. I just hate that it, it's, it's another situation where it is in a fight, and bro. Like, why we always got to be in competition with each other, man? I ain't gonna lie, it's entertaining as fuck though. Yeah, no, it's it's entertaining and it's funny. It's just that sometimes you know, Gilly, man, Gilly the contradictor. That's what I like to call him. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He a big contradiction a lot of times and some shit he say, just, just it, it, it just be like, come on, man, just shut up. But you know, Joe's still a hater. I don't care. He's still a hater. <laughs> he's still a hater, man. Because some of the shit he's some of the, but he'll tell you, yo, I'm a hater. I'm yeah. a hater. I hate this. I hate that. I hate this man. Which that ain't cool, man, and that and that's and that's now nah, at that when Gilly started first talking and he because he took like the first five minutes of the podcast talking about it and they podcast only an hour yeah it took the first five ten minutes to talk No, nah, it was maybe like fifteen minutes of the last it was week. longer than that yeah, saying, yeah it was longer than that it was about half the podcast he was talking yeah. about it, which now nah, he did make a point that was real valid uh-huh. about fan base. Mm-hmm. He said that they got the streets, they got the young dudes. And Joe Do Dunn. they though? I know I know people that listen to it, a, a lot of people, they got they they fan the fan bases are different. Like Joe Button, Joe Button podcast, they got a lot of fans, you know. Like they're it's more real rounded. Million dollars worth of game is straight the trenches. I think that's that change. Might, niggas might be niggas might be cooking some crack while they listening to that man. Niggas might be standing on a block with one hell no. watching out for the, hell no. out for the
0: It's a scientific fact. You can't you can't cook crack and listen to podcasts.
2: No, I'm just saying. I'm being, of course you can't, man. You gotta you gotta make sure you gotta watch. Listen, we going to get into specifics of that now. We going to little activity that. We going to get it. But but you see what I'm saying? Like niggas might be, you know, niggas might be getting off their little court key, keys listening to Yeah, them. I feel you. Cuz to me, they took the place of what Taxstone was. But they're not as good. I don't good think so. as tax Stone. They're I don't not think as good so. as Taxstone, but like as far as like Think about how tax was. Tax kept it real. And mm-hmm. his, content, his content was well right and he would talk all type of shit, but it was mainly jokes. And it was mm-hmm. more it appealed more to people in the hood. That's true. Like so But you also gotta remember this though. It's not the same podcast, but it's similar. It's similar fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also gotta remember this though. Tax fans wasn't just hood niggas. Oh no, tax had the tax bro. Y'all forgot. I don't know if people scooch, you don't forget. I don't know if you know S Dot 2 that um tax was on Apple Best Podcast. Like they had yeah. him in the best podcast, and he was, the, the, was he was literally the was best the podcast. podcast on that they, it wasn't it wasn't by numbers or nothing. It was by Apple. Apple picked yeah. the best podcast and said he
0: had the best podcast on loudspeakers. I hate that don't listen. If it if it wasn't for if it wasn't for this nigga Troy App, if it wasn't for this Troy app nigga, Texto, this nigga would be the man right now. Do you hear me? Yeah, he would. He
2: because he got the game from Combat Man.
0: That's what he I'm saying. This nigga was, would be the man right now. He yeah, would he would have took over from where
2: combat left off, bro. Yeah, he fucked up his opportunity, bro. It still it still it still it still make me mad, man. Because I, it's Treyall
0: fault, man.
2: I had to go back to the to the episodes. I, it's Treyall fault, but at the same time, you know, it was a situation where Tax always said it in his podcast, man. When a lion fight, a lion, somebody dying. Oh yeah, that's a fact. And it just happened to be that the niggas was lying, man. Both of them. Yeah, were lying. man. Niggas wasn't, niggas wasn't going back down. And Troy Ave, a lot of people don't like Troy Ave.
0: He a cornball to me, man.
2: Yeah, he sometimes he say some corny shit. A lot of times he say some real shit. Um, and Combat had a problem with him. Because yeah. combat, combat is from... C- Troy Avenue, which Troy Avenue yeah. named himself after, right? And Combat was like, "Yo, I asked the young dudes around here and asked people around here, and they don't fucking know you." That's what I'm saying. He a cornball, like, man. Niggas like, a cornball. Like, even I can understand that. I can understand that, Scoots. I can understand it all day because if niggas, because if niggas, if niggas be in Kara City and niggas go on 199th Street or niggas go on 39th Court and 188th.
0: And, and then all of a sudden they gangsters.
2: Most people, most people not gonna know who I am because mm-hmm. I always kept a low profile. I didn't care to mingle with niggas and all that because it was all about getting the money. I ain't give a yeah. like that. so you can't you can't say somebody is credible because the whole hood don't know them. Yeah, the most notorious niggas and the biggest niggas that made the most ain't, money ain't even know they ain't move, even know they're even in the shadows. Yeah, the rough So when they say that, I'm like, man, come on, man. Y'all calling him a cornball because don't nobody know him. Who the fuck wants to
0: be famous? Who I'm calling the nigga a cornball because nah, he when I hear that about nigga about talk, it. I can hear I could hear the acting in that nigga voice. It's a it's a it's a certain demeanor you carry when you really that nigga, right? Like a lot of niggas. You can, you can tell when, like, if you walk into a room and you've been around them type of people, you can tell, like, when a nigga really about their life. they usually quiet. They usually, you know what I'm saying? They, they you know what I'm saying? They, they got a, a, a calm demeanor. You know what I'm saying? They real low-key. Niggas moving you know, their shoulders.
2: Like, you got to watch niggas' shoulders. Yeah, they're, they're start moving their shoulders too much and doing that, that. you loud, like, oh, man. yeah, you fake. I know what you on, you forgave that. Yeah, like
0: that's you, you know you know if anything goes down, that nigga is gonna go John Wick in this whole building. So that that's what I'm saying. He don't to me. He ain't. I don't get that from him. I get bozo type shit from him. Like I get like uh uh what was what was Cameron's name and uh who was Cameron and uh paid in full.
2: Damn what what the nigga? It name? was uh it was Ace Rico Rico
0: yeah Rico, Rico. to me he a Rico nigga. Yeah, he like, he, he he's he's super extra with everything. Like he 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 always goes some shit to try to prove a point. Like he gotta show he gangster. Just so niggas will believe. Like to me, that's who he is. That that's Troy Abbott to me. And to me, like I just it's that's bozo shit to me. Because it's like, bro, you don't you don't need to let niggas know that's what you are. If if that's what you are, it's gonna show. Regardless yeah, of how know. you how you do what you do, it's always gonna show. And the niggas that's really gangster when they see you, they
2: gonna know that you really gangster. Yeah, because they're gonna know your demeanor and the way that you talk, and that's just, that, that was that was just the that was just the situation of it. And I was riding with tax, and then you know, unfortunately the situation that happened, you know, unfortunately yeah, life in the situation.
0: Rest in yeah. peace, the banger, man. Yeah, rest you know in peace. God that, bless that, the dead, that,
2: man. That is it's it's fucked up. And to be honest, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I really think I really think that Troy Av wasn't operating that um that weapon correctly and killed his own man. That's what I really think. What I believe that
0: shit too.
2: I really think that tax tax might have had the gun and Troy Av maybe. The, I think Banger probably wrestled it from him and then Troy Av picked it up and started shooting and shot him. That's what I
0: yeah. Because <laughs> that, to me that's he that's the type of bozo that would do some shit like that. Yeah, like you shoot – You saw how he was holding a gun all while and. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like, come but on, see that's man. what I'm saying. And then
2: look at what he go do now. Nah, all of a sudden, he went a podcast. Fuck out of here, man! I don't yeah. like that nigga, man. I, I, the funniest shit he said was Junkie Joe, though. That that shit is hilarious,
0: man. That's old. Oh, everybody say that about Joe. Man. That's we what I'm that saying. But it, it, you
2: know, he he reminded me of the old days. You know, because I, I, you know, Joe Button is is a cool person. You know, he cool and some of the opinions he made, but some of the shit he say you know, who are you? You're not credible in certain situations to even comment on shit. You know, like, you're yeah. a
0: nigga. Like, but he'll tell you that though. He'll say that shit
2: though. He'll say it sometimes, but then sometimes he says an opinion and it will be like, man, listen, you ain't even qualified for this, man. If we, was in the, if we was in the hood and we were standing on the block, man, nigga probably smack you across your fucking head and tell you. Get well, Wu-Tang
0: already did that, man. We don't need to keep going on. And that there. was another Wu-Tang thing too. Up. He
2: was mad because Gilly brought that up. He was mad as hell that Gilly brought that up. Well he was he was mad he wasn't mad
0: about the Wu-Tang shit. He was mad because um the dude that the dude that got smacked because of the other dude, the other rapper dude, he was he was somebody that was, you know what I'm saying, known around where they was at, and that shit didn't really had nothing to do with nothing. And dude was basically a casualty of some bullshit.
2: Listen, that happens. That happens. Oh yeah, for a
0: fact. I mean, if you if you around that, you gotta expect that.
2: Yeah, because it's done. Been situations where shit. I don't. I don't got. I don't got my pockets empty because another nigga like, oh shit, man. We, hey, bro, you gotta take it. You gotta take this one for the team.
0: Yeah, man. Just being around. Um, fortunately, I never had to deal with that situation because I was uh, in the shadows. I stayed in the shadows. I'm an introvert, so you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really move around too much. Um, if anybody knows no, know, bro, you know I, I stay in the basement, bro. So, you know, I, I stay out the way. Um, but bas- you know what I'm saying, I
2: man?
0: With that, stay in the basement. Shit. With that being said, man, I'm going to go ahead and, and get up on out of here, man. So, you know what I'm saying, we can uh, get back to our normal life. Well, I ain't going to say normal lives. Get back to our quarantine lives. Um, you know what I'm saying? Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us, man. I appreciate y'all for y'all time, man. Um, this has been a, a very, very great episode. You know what I'm saying? We uh, didn't cover too many topics, but I think that, you know what I'm saying, we did a great job for for the three that we did. Um, dot man, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, tell them where they can listen to all the podcasts and all that good stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, man, you can find me on uh, Facebook, the Stolen Time Podcast page on Facebook. Um, I finally got the business page for the Instagram, Stolen Time Pod, so go follow that. Um, also, S. Foster 8 that's on Instagram, and that's also the um, handle for Twitter. I just put out an episode today, as a matter of fact, 28 minutes or less. Um, I did my uh, top five war movies of all time. I think oh, you would shit, appreciate I that. To this one. Yeah, I gotta, I I,
0: think,
1: did you see nineteen? Uh, what is that? Nineteen seventeen? Yeah, yeah, that didn't, that didn't get in there. I, only, I, I only like. It, only went, liked it the, wasn't
0: a good movie, but it was the shot, concept, I like the way it was yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah just, Oh, yeah, the concept movie. of it was hard. <laughs> oh my god, that yeah, that, like, got that one continuous fucking shot, bro.
1: Yes, yeah, that was that was genius. But <laughs> that, that was really the only good thing about that movie. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Like, I, you know, I did I didn't really do too much. I I did a couple of honorable mentions. Um Okay. But yeah, but I, I, I think you really appreciate that. Um and um so I just dropped that today, uh twenty eight minutes or less. So um yeah, man, go go check that out. It's on all major platforms.
0: That's what's up, man. Fellow, man, Let the people know where they can find you. Let them know where they can hear the music and um man, and tell them about the video the videography and the photography shit you're doing too, man.
2: Um Shit, man! Phantom three hundred five on Instagram. They took my Twitter. You know, <laughs> I ain't creating a new one. Fuck it. I done submitted like thirty requests since February to get my shit back, and they don't want to give it back to me. So fuck Twitter.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah You can find me there. Uh, music. You can find me. Just type in Phantom twenty three. That's my last project. Uh, my brother Cheese Navy. He dropped. Salute the cheese, man. Yeah, man. He's he somewhere. He was just here. Yeah, him. I seen him in the background. That nigga must have went somewhere, but he um he <laughs> dropped four singles on their head. He coming out with his project running. Probably going to okay. drop that in the next month or two. It's probably going to be 20 songs, and then I'm going to come after him. Um, shit, what else? Videography, Visions by Phantom, Visions with an S on Instagram. You know, I'm Corona kind of slowed things down, and they done came out with a new Canon camera, and that shit $3,800, so I got to go get that. <laughs> I gotta go pay that. I gotta go pay that fee to get that man.
0: That hey shit. man, hey. Some, hey sometimes hard. you gotta. Sometimes you gotta drop a bag to get a bag,
2: man. Exactly. I had to drop a bag on a new computer too. So, yeah. uh, what what else? Uh, <laughs> YouTube intros, YouTube banners, my graphic design work. Uh I do logos, flyers, all that shit. So, just. Find me somewhere, visions by Phantom or Phantom three hundred five, whatever, and then you know hit me up. Make sure, you, make sure you make sure you got your your money right. Cause yeah. I, I I hate people that come and you know they lowball me and this is not a conversation. If I tell you my price, do it. Oh yeah, and and also I'm doing credit repair too. I'm doing credit repair, man. Get oh shit, credit fix by your boy. If you got collections, you know, come holla at your boy. They're collection experts. I'm out here fixing everybody credit, you know, because once we come out of Corona, we need to, we need to all be in Ven's next year. Yes,
0: sir, yes sir. Man, that's that's great to hear, man. Um everybody already know, man, if you listen to this, you already uh can catch me on uh Twitter at Schools Bronson, um Instagram at Schools Bronson underscore TV. Uh I think that's about it. Um you <clears throat> you already know, check this podcast out. Uh, I got some episodes of 15 Minutes of Fame I'm recording. So, you know what I'm saying? Those will be getting put out very soon. I'm trying to stock up on them, you know what I'm saying? So I could just drop them on a constant basis. It's kind of hard getting guests every time you need to do a podcast. Um, you know what I'm saying? Viewers Anonymous is out with my man S.Dot Foster. Uh, you loaded up the audio, right?
1: No, I, I thought you were going to do the audio. I-, I still got it, though. Still got okay, it. On. Well, if you need me to if you need me to drop that, I can do it Monday because I'm not at home.
0: Okay, well cool. The if you can do that and then I'm gonna put the video out too. So you know what I'm saying. Y'all can check that out um on our uh all podcast platforms and you can also check that out on YouTube. Just go to uh Schools Bronson, just search Schools Bronson on YouTube or just search viewers anonymous on YouTube and you can find it. <clears throat> the video'll be out as well. Um trying to think what else I got going on. Oh, for anybody man, you know what I'm saying, uh, that wanna come check me out, I will be uh going live here very soon. I got the um, live streaming camera. So I'm about to be playing with that. Um I'm just gonna pretty much just be talking about anything. I'll probably be going off of whatever the people comment on. It ain't nothing in particular. I just wanna, you know what I'm saying get that audience going and, and get some more fans or audience members or whatever you want to call them, supporters. Um, you know what I'm saying? My guy, Gan, you know what I'm saying? He ain't here today, but next episode, Gan is back. I got in contact with Gan. I found him. He was in the jungles of Vietnam. I had to hop out the helicopter and go get my guy, you know what I'm saying? So he's back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Next episode, Gan will be back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and you can hear his annoying-ass voice once again. Um You can also check out the podcast, man, if you got any comments, concerns, or anything like that, if you want us to talk about a specific topic, or, you know what I'm saying, if you just want to tell us, you know what I'm saying, how much you love us or how much you hate us, email us at alreadyhomepodcast at gmail.com, you know what I'm saying, and we just might read your shit on air, and with that being said, man, you already know what it is, it ain't where you're from, it's where you at, this is the whole Already Home podcast, man, I fucked it up, we out!